All right, we're recording. Yay. All right, so previously, y'all. Um, oh, that's the wrong. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong session. It's like, wait, Amani? <laughs> Nobody in this group is named Amani. <laughs> All right. So previously, you all, um, having uh, survived the encounter in the crypt beneath the uh, beneath the cemetery with the body of Nith, uh, you all sealed up the crypt and headed back to Nosy Manor to rest up after your fateful encounter. Uh, Brinley uh, dreamed the hag, asking for information about a white dragon. Uh, the hag refused to give the information for free, and so Brinley's like, "Oh, hey, whatever, bye, out." Uh, so you all went back up to the graveyard, sealed up the crypt, uh, made sure that no one had been there. Uh, you went off to Hokkaido for a shopping trip. Uh, everyone, everyone came back to Dusk Manor except for Brinley, uh, who um, visited the Maishiha Temple uh, and asked the priest some stuff that was secret. Um, Meanwhile, back in Dusk Manor, uh, 88, uh, when visit, after visiting the Warforged and finding out they had started a knitting circle, oh, it's kitty cat, so cute, uh, had an apparition of old Brinley in the woods uh, with a wound in her chest and blood dripping out of it. Um, that evening, uh, back in Dusk Manor, Gwen also was visited by this apparition, uh, which he, when he woke and found it hovering above his bed, uh, the blood from the wound dripping on his face. Uh, you all were unable to figure out what was going on with that apparition. Um, meanwhile, Brinley, who was in um, Hokkaido, uh, visited Master Eryx uh, and paid him to learn about resurrecting infants. Uh, and then headed to Dragon Shadow, uh, where she went to Zori's uh, cell. Uh, and I'm so, I'm sorry. She paid what? Master Eric's uh, to look up information about resurrecting infants, like baby children. Yes. Did I miss that completely? You must have been. You must have been distracted or not listening at that point. <laughs> uh, um, then, um, yeah, she headed the Dragon Shadow uh, where she murdered Zori. Uh, and then brought her back to life, uh, which really seemed to upset Zori for some reason. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't I understand why. I, don't, I can't imagine why she brought her back to life. I don't, no harm, no foul. That's how that goes. Uh, uh, the next morning, um, 88 Gwyn and Nithis, you all met to discuss the apparition uh, or unable to come to any sort of uh, understanding of it. Uh, you contacted Lucia. Uh, and Lucia asked if any of you all had any sort of guilt about uh, uh, Brinley's death and said that, um, you know, these the, these woods are strange and haunted and, you know, strong emotions can, uh, can essentially manifest spirits uh, and suggested that perhaps, uh, you know, kind of addressing that might help the, the, the situation. Um, uh, so then you're like, all right, peace out. You all headed to the Lusty Narwhal to distribute aid and supplies to the people of New Haven, um, who, uh, much to your surprise, were marshalling the troops at that point to take advantage of a miracle that had happened. All of the all of the uh, sieging army's weapons and siege weapons had turned into dildos. Uh, 
And so there was a giant dildo that had once been a siege tower gently waving against the breeze. Um, uh, and so um, with your weapon, you're able to arm a lot of the, the rabble that we're going to take on um, said, said army uh, and things there were looking good. Um, Gwen played some music for some of the guards uh, that were getting ready to go, uh, inspiring them with courage. Uh, and they thanked him as the savior. Uh, after that, you all, uh, this, it's such a globetrotting adventure that you all went on. You then headed to Frosthold. You guys really bounced around all over the entire world this session, uh, where um, Valeri let you know that Brad returned shortly after you left. Um, and you found out that uh, the white, ancient white dragon you were looking for was indeed uh, uh, Kilarin, uh, one of the ancient white dragons who is several thousand years old at this point. Uh, and is located in Valdeheim. So um, you headed back to Dusk Manor and tried to figure out how to, the best way to get to Valdeheim uh, and found uh, that one of your teleportation runes uh, goes to Marquain, the capital of Castellanter, which is uh, the uh, closest uh, that you could get. Um, and so you all decided to head there that evening. So you teleported to Marquain, found yourself in a windowless room with a single door, you open the door, and there you found a very surprised-looking old man with a spear uh, and guard regalia, who uh, told you, who kind of pointed a spear at you shakily and said, "In the name of the king, stop!" <laughs> and uh, that's where we start our session with uh, your him pointing the spear at you, saying, "In the name of the king, stop!" Uh, and you hear another voice say, "There ain't been a king and." And cast a lantern for over 30 years, you dolt. Put that down before you hurt yourself. Didn't he say it opened or something yeah. like that? Yes. Oh, yeah, the door had opened, yeah. Okay. Uh, and you see uh, another um, old gentleman, uh, half-orc, uh, with a uh, like, like shock of white hair kind of tied up in a, uh, a ponytail uh, and a big paunchy belly. Um, and he says... Uh, uh, you have to excuse uh, my compatriot here. He's a little jumpy. Uh, who the fuck are you? And what? How, how'd you open this door? <laughs> uh, that's what I was asking. Yeah, but you got dementia, you old fool. Um, my name is Nithis. <clears throat> And uh, this uh, this teleportation device belonged to my family, apparently. And I he, he kind of looks past you at the the teleportation circle on the device. Wait, I would have checked to see if there's anything. Um, are there any of the? There's not. Oh, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, there's no indication of anything. Yeah, you're good. Okay. You're good. Okay, um, and. Uh, yeah, it, it's a teleportation device, and I were adventurers, and I found a journal in my family's library. And now you're all caught up. We're here. Hi. <laughs> also, doors tend to have locks related to lock one side of them. We came from inside, so it opened easily. It's true as well. Mm -hmm. huh. All right. Well, uh, I imagine there's a couple of people that are going to have a lot of questions for you. Yeah, like, how'd you open that lock? Shut up, Frank. 
Uh, I think the first thing you need to do is we're going to need to take you to Lord Wheatflow. Uh, Lord Wheat Blow? Blow. Lord Tristan Wheatflow. Blow? Uh, Flow. Flow. Not blow. Uh, okay. He's the, uh, he's the, uh, he's the kind of head of, well, uh, matters of national security around these parts. Um, and just, just to clarify, uh, where are we? Castellanter. You are in the floating castle of the queens of Castellanter. You have a floating castle? We knew that. Shut up, I know. <laughs> uh, they are just, they oh. hear you're like back chatter, but they don't care. <laughs> uh, you get the idea, sizing these two gentlemen up, that these are soldiers that are well past their prime. Uh, so you get the idea that maybe guarding this door is some sort of, hey, you're about to retire. You know, go, go, go watch the unopenable door. Put him <laughs> out to pasture. Sort of assignment. Uh, yeah. especially, especially the one that's Frank, because he's, he's, his spear is still kind of tremoring in his hands as he's standing there. Okay. We didn't know we were going to land in the flying castle, right? Yeah. Okay. No, just somewhere in <laughs> Castle Lantern. Yeah. <laughs> All right, all right. Well, come I have on. I to say I'm not completely surprised, though. Uh, uh, he, he takes you, uh, there's a large, well-appointed hallway. He says, uh, do you want to take a look? Everyone wants to take a look. And there's some giant, like, windows uh, that have stained glass up the side of it, but there's kind of a clear area near the bottom. Yeah, uh, I'll look. Uh, as you go to the edge of the window, you see a, um, a large, uh, sun-soaked city uh, hundreds of feet below you. Uh, with uh, no, you're like, you can see there's nothing like you're near the bottom of the castle. There's no, there's nothing keeping the castle up in the air. Uh, and as you look past, you see a couple of knights riding on the back of Pegasi flying up uh, towards the castle. Um, uh, you see uh, kind of a, the city itself seems to be sort of this oasis of green, uh, but the lands beyond it, uh, you can just see her kind of parched and deserty. Uh, okay. uh, he says, uh, "Well, luckily for you all, uh, Lord Lord Tristan is in right now. So uh, just uh, follow me, and I'll take you to his office." Tristan, uh, is that in the list of my T R I S T A N? It is not. <clears throat> Sounds like a douche. There's a, a character. A Trist prefix in the list of uh okay. It is not it's not one of them. I'm sure you lived on did Tristan a long time ago. <laughs> there was. We've been one of the earlier ones. Uh so you um uh you're led to the castle uh through a kind of circuitous route. Um you get the idea that like outside of this grand hallway, like you're pretty quickly led into like the servants' hallways, like less well-adorned, like out of the public eye, less things for you to see or steal um, sort of path. Uh, and uh, uh, finally, you get to this uh, large, um, very large uh, door with kind of a archway at the top, sort of a uh, double door sort of situation. And the, uh, the, uh, the guard pounds in the door uh, and you hear an exasperated voice inside say, what? Who is disturbing me at this hour? Uh, it's uh, me, uh, Honor Guard Varric. Uh, here, Honor Guard Frank. Honor Guard Varric. Who are you? Oh, guys. 
<laughs> we we guard the we guard the unopenable door. You hear like the sound of like a chair scraping against the floor, and you hear kind of loud uh, metallic footsteps. Um, as the door opens, and he says, "Then why on God's green earth, the God's green earth, are you bothering?" And he looks up and sees you, and he says, "We opened it." Hi. You opened the door. Uh, so the, 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 the man in front of you, by the way, is an older gentleman, uh, uh, probably late fifties, early sixties, um, uh, towering physique, you know, very broad shouldered. Uh, he's got a very long velvet brocade cape, uh, and a suit. He's wearing a suit of plate mail that he seems to move around in quite easily. Uh, you'd guess it's some sort of magical, he says. Huh. He just shakes his head for a second and says, it's been a couple strange years. Come on in. A couple of strange years? He says, uh, don't worry about it. Okay. Well, sorry uh, for... Uh... He, he leads you into a, um, uh, a large um, kind of, it looks like a war room. Uh, you see a giant table that has like a map of the obsidian rim on it. Uh, and all sorts of those little miniatures that indicate positions of armies and, and things like that. Uh, he uh, mutters something under his breath and uh, some curtains draw around that. Uh, can I uh, roll perception to see what I can learn from it in those couple of seconds? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I know war. <laughs> Let's see what I can roll. Uh, da -da 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 -da. Perception. I'm pretty good at that. Ooh. Uh, 24. All right. Um, Tell me what I know. <laughs> uh, you look at the map uh, and you can read instantly just from like glancing at the troop positions and things like that, uh, that uh, the country is probably not at war. Uh, There's no like fronts or anything like that. Uh, and the primary focus of it seems to be um, naval. Like, uh, uh, you know, you, you see... Um, Lots. The, the primary focus right now, yeah, appears to be ships, uh, and you get the idea that um, perhaps piracy problems or something like that. Like they're like very much like protective formations for shipping lanes. Okay, good to know. Cool. Um, and so he leads you over to a, a desk uh, with some chairs around it. He uh, kind of gestures over, and uh, he grabs a smaller chair for Gwen and puts that uh, next to the other chairs. Uh, and he says, come have a seat. He says, uh, he says, my name is Lord Tristan Wheatflow. He says, I'm the, uh, one of the head generals here in the kingdom of Castellanter. He says, you find yourself in the floating castle of Marquaine, uh, home of the queens of Castellanter, Queen Malkin and Queen Finfina. He says, what land? Well, I guess, first of all, how did you end up in the room? How did you open the door? Where do you come from? You don't look like you come from here. These are the questions I would like to have answered, and then I'll be happy to answer questions that you might have in return. Does that seem equitable? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're adventurers. My name's Nithis. This is 88, Gwen, and Bren. No offense um, attended, but your get-ups scream adventurer. I could have guessed that, yes. What did you What did you say at first? Your, 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 no offense attended. No offense, but we look like adventurers. You look like adventurers. <laughs> Didn't I say that? 
Yeah, yeah. He, okay. he was he was just confirming. He's like, yes, I picked that. You gathered oh, okay. that. Well, you wanted info, so I'm giving yeah. you info. <laughs> no, no, he's good. Um, I found no, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> she rages across the table and punches him. Oh. <laughs> I don't. I do nearly uh, attack a cat mm-hmm. who's about to. Nope, you're done. Get out. Get out. Lost your crafter privileges. Yep. <sighs> privileges revoked. Um, I have. Um, a very long family history um, that is uh, kind of like globe spanning. And there's a device in that room that only someone of my blood can um, activate. And there was a shield around it that only someone of my blood could deactivate. Um, it's a teleportation device. There's like, um, I my brain just broke. There's 12 of them, right? Mm-hmm. There used to be 12 of them all over the world. I found a journal and a matching device. And since we're adventurers, we said, eh, why not? And then we ended up in your castle. Exactly. Oh, it was, it was nine teleportation circles. There's 12 Kalistar. So my bad. My, my bad too, my bad too. I would have told him that. But I would have told him the accurate yeah. number. Out of character. Anyone can actually use it, right? Because Glenn yeah. used it once. Yeah, okay. yeah. you know, it's... They are not in any way inherently special other than the fact that they can cast a spell teleportation circle. Yeah. And they are attached to teleportation circles. Um, and we are but, from Eastern Erstica. But I don't tell him that because I don't want him using it. Uh, he says, whereabouts in Eastern Erstica? Um, The wilds, honestly. Um, there's, there's <laughs> The some... wilds of which country? This is an important question. Well, I guess technically it's Pericles, but it's all the way on the other side from the actual Pericles. So, I mean, if you want to look at a map and say, this is part of this country, I don't know. If, I don't know what you know about Eastern Aristica, but... He says, which city in Pericles? I'm actually from Partha. We're from a bunch of different places. Can I, um, can I just roll a quick... Uh... Insight? Actually, I don't know where I'm from. Yeah. <laughs> his manner just turned uh sus that's a 26 i am rolling it he today. is clearly worried about something uh and uh he the mm-hmm. ants he is eagerly awaiting specifics of your answer for some reason that you can't quite suss out probably we're not any sort of forward scouting party from the name of the little rat trap village is called Drift. It's like, what, a couple of miles outside of that? No, he says, oh, yes, I appreciate their half-timber architecture. He says, they still have a church in the center of town? Yeah, it doesn't do much good there. No, 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 Wait, what? Yeah. He likes the wooden architecture. He says they have a church in the center of town, yes. Do they have a church in the center of town? Yep. They do. Nithis doesn't fucking know. <laughs> we How tried going into that, that church when we first fought the vampires. He says, uh, and what god is that church dedicated to? I don't recall. Could you remind me? I want to say I am hella wise. I just don't remember outside of character. Matthew but does not remember. I would know. Know. No, that's fine. You, your characters would know even if no you even if. Yeah, I have a I have a passive perception of 20. So <laughs> 20. I would know. <laughs> no, yeah. uh, you you all you all know what what deity what is. is it? Uh, I'm looking it up myself right now. <laughs> wow, Chris. 
questions. You don't even know the answer. I was looking it up as I was asking the question. Sorry, sometimes <laughs> definitely the not calamity. <laughs> uh, I had it. I have it written down myself. Isn't so. it Iona? Yes, okay. it is Iona. Ooh. Shit. Well done, Charlie. I remember. It's, I remember I, that it was Loxodon. So yes, I I would give you inspiration, but uh, you already um, have. He says, he, once you say Iona, he relaxes. He says, um, he says, uh, any news of the Empire? Oh, boy. Before we, before we go there, how do you know Drith? I've been there. Recently? He says about 10 years back. Why? He says, well, he says, I, I toured all of Pericles and all of Carthel. Uh, he says, um, he says, I... Well, to be honest, I went to Altaria to commission some things for the Empire, and uh, I wouldn't be a good, uh, he says, minister of security if I didn't take a chance to get to know the lands and cultures that were there. Actually, the question still remains, why the fuck did you go to Drift? <laughs> he says, well, actually, if I'm being honest, I got lost. <laughs> ah, okay, fair enough. <laughs> Do I feel like, can I roll another insight? Do I feel like he's being uh, legit with me now? Yeah, go for it. Oh, nope, that was not great. Nine, doesn't matter what I think. <laughs> uh, he seems to be telling the truth. Um, oh, yeah. He says, uh, he says, um, if I'm being honest, he says, there was another reason I was there. He says, uh, he says, many many nations here are, Worried about the growing threat of the Windavian Empire. Mm-hmm. He says, that, that was, he says, I shouldn't be telling you this, he says, but uh, in the interest of, in the interest of transparency between you and myself, uh, he says, partly we went to Altaria to commission an item, but partly we went to gather news about the Empire and their ambitions. I have really bad news for you. I, I don't know how up you are on the things, but Pericles and Carthal are all but defeated. He contemplates that for a minute and he says, a few years sooner than I expected, but that is not surprising. Yeah, you and everyone else. Like, the fuck? He they says, um, so much more quickly than. He says they, they, he says the, um, well, there is a betrayal and then a counter betrayal. And then he says, that's the empire though. They, 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 uh, wait for years like a cobra and then strike without warning. Uh, he says, um, well, this is good. This is not good news, but it is good news to know. Uh, he says, um, it would appear that the Windhavian Empire has a uh, their casus belly of the entire is to conquer the entire world. So he says it will be a, it'll be a matter of time, but or it will be some time, but it'll, it's only a matter of time before they finish conquering Aristica and turn their sights further east. As the head of like I guess national security or something is what you said you were. Mm-hmm. You should know that there's some sort of rift in Winhaven. And we're just four adventurers fucking about 
And so there's very little that we Hey, he says, in my experience, four adventurers fucking about can change the world. I've seen it firsthand. <laughs> oh, this guy has seen it firsthand. Um, so just so you know, I'm originally from Windhaven, um, have been exiled from said lands. Um, and there's something weird going on. Like no one expected the push that they did into Pericles and Carthal. And there seems to be some fractiousness happening between the mages and the empress. There's some shit going on. I, I couldn't actually stay long enough to figure out what was going on because, you know, if they saw me, they'd send me. He says, uh, he says uh, tensions between the Sophic circle and the empire, you say. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. He says, oh, you're much better at this than we are. <laughs> he says, it is literally my job. He says, I, I owe Lord Tiravel a few gold. I expected the Sophic Circle to be loyal. I think it's more about, it was definitely of the flavor of we're, we're more loyal than the Empress is. Type of no, thing. they were saying that they deserve to roll over the Empress, basically, that they cared about the country more than, you know, if there was to be any sort of change in the way that the country functioned you know who likes you better than the empress does perhaps you are not familiar with the rise to power of uh archmage primus arcava mm -hmm. they seem to be the ambitious sort yeah excuse me uh he says uh archmage primus arcava he says uh he says um i thought the archmage primus was jazarian oh no he was killed from what we can gather under dubious circumstances. How long ago was that? Do you guys remember? No, fairly recently. It was around the time that you had your incident with the Empire. Oh. So it's only been a few months. Or yeah, they've been dead for a few months. He says, uh, well, I appreciate the update. He says... Um, our, uh, our intelligence often tends to lag uh, behind. Uh, he says, um, well, uh, he says, I'm satisfied that you don't pose a threat to the kingdom. Uh, he says, but of course, he says, I, you are all armed and not cast a land for citizens. Uh, so um, I hope it doesn't offend you, but uh, you'll be having escorts while you're in the castle. Uh, um, uh, he says, uh, I'll take you to meet Lord Terravel myself. Um, Do as I think, meet him, her, her, my bad. Um, she's the master of magics, uh, for the, for the, uh, country and would be quite interested to know more about the door. What remind me, where are we trying to get to? What's the name of the Valdeheim. So we are trying to get to Valdeheim in like, not like a world ending rush, but like, uh, we got to get some shit done rush. He says, what business do you have in Valdeheim? You don't mind me asking if it's not sensitive. And we're going to kill a white dragon. Big one. He perks up. He mutters a word under his breath and the curtains open up. You want to come with? He says, come over here for a moment. <laughs> Do you want to go on an adventure? <laughs> um, 
giving he, uh, you and ten of your companions. <laughs> <laughs> you got some cannon fodder to give to us. Uh, he takes you over to the map, uh, which uh, is this kind of large table that has the obsidian rim. Uh, actually, do I have an obsidian rim? You did roll, at one point. Roll twenty page. It's in my old campaign. Mm. Uh, I can send it to you in Messenger, though, if you want to. If you want a refresher of what the uh, obsidian rim looks like. Yes, please. Uh, still have that. Uh, sending it in uh, Messenger now. Oh, also, I missed a message in Messenger from one of you all. Caitlin was late. <clears throat> okay. So uh, you, you see this map uh, here. Um, and so uh, as you get closer to the map, uh, you realize that um, the pieces are actually moving about on their own. Oh, cool. Uh, uh, and in fact, there's like just sort of a slight wave motion for the parts of the, or the ocean. Um, so he says, uh, he says, so we, we're in Marquain, obviously far from the ocean. Uh, but uh, he points to Encorva. He says, this is, our, this is our primary shipping port. He says, and one of our primary shipping destinations in Valdeheim is uh, Severtehaven, as he, he points up to Severtehaven, which is sort of the easternmost city in Valdeheim, kind of halfway up it. And he points to a spot beneath it um, where you see, uh, like, looks like three or four warships uh, uh, with a couple of other ships. He says... Uh, the dragon has been forcing us to de dedicate military aid to escorting mm. uh, merchant ships through this area. He says it is quite the costly burden uh, on our nation and many of the other nations. He says um, getting rid of the threat, he says, would be of great use to this country of Cast Lanter and would undoubtedly uh, earn you the queen's favor. He says, and a sizable monetary reward. Can I ask you there's a cash prize with the queen's favor? <laughs> is there a bounty on this dragon? There is, in fact, a bounty on this <laughs> dragon. Um, far too long has it impeded the trade routes and endangered the lives of our citizens, as long, along with the citizens of Valdeheim. Uh, we've, of course, sent parties of adventurers before, cadres of mages, soldiers. None have come back alive. Just as an out-of-character question, mm -hmm. are we capable of killing an ancient dragon at level 14? Okay. Like, It'll be rough, but we can do it. Uh, one of us might die, but... Yeah, it's a deadly battle, but... Okay. Uh, okay we've had those before I mean, and you also have the advantage of going in prepared so yeah mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. cool assuming we actually prepare of course <laughs> oh, we're gonna fucking we got some cold potions right yeah, yeah. that's more prepared than we ever are <laughs> i know right? all we have to do is remember to take them we just have to take them before the dragon starts <laughs> Um, oh, he says, uh, Lord Terravel, of course, could answer more questions should you, uh, should you have them. But um, he says, it would be quite the honor. He says, uh, uh, 
or not quite the honor. He says, it'd be quite the feat if you could defeat this dragon, and it would be quite the boon to our nation. Any chance you have someone to get us there quicker than a, a long-ass boat ride? Uh, Lord Tiravel will be able to answer that question. Nithis wouldn't have asked that question. Nithis would have been super excited to get on a boat again. I'm sorry, I forgot who my character was. For uh, a spoiler alert, you guys are probably getting back on a boat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't know, you can also turn they it. Have, you like, a cousin up there and like a portrait of the two of you next to each other painted and then we can maybe talk to the cousin we have a cousin standing near a tree and describe <laughs> the cousin um, Chris is like motherfuckers you're not getting out of this boat <laughs> he's like I learned better uh, I mean honestly at this point of at this point your adventure is travel like is skippable like <laughs> There's very little in the wilds that would be a threat to you all. So, isn't there I, a kraken somewhere around here that you killed? Yeah. Did we kill it? Oh, we killed it. <laughs> I think we killed it. It didn't have any like kraken boyfriends or. <laughs> I mean, there are definitely deadly things out there. Um, all right, so uh, Lord uh, uh, Lord Tristan uh, walks you. Um, he says, "Follow me, if you would be so kind." Uh, and uh, he he uh, leaves and uh, uh, he looks at uh, the two um, older soldiers, Varric and Frank, uh, and he says, I take the rest of the day off. I don't think that, well, what was in the room again? He's saying to you too, you all. Uh, it's a te- it is a teleportation circle device, but only pe- only people from my family can use it and that's not true. <laughs> I know that's not true. I know it's not true. I don't. I don't. Roll deception. I'm going to need you to roll deception. Oh, I mean, okay. you took the words out of my mouth. Man. I was like, I need you to roll a deception check. <laughs> uh, I'm Which even better at deception. 20, 30, 20. All right. Let me just roll. Actually, I can just do it here. Just roll a little insight check here. He says, uh, actually, why don't you two guard the door until Lord Tiravel uh, comes and, ha- and relieves you. He says, uh, just to keep uh, any looky-loos out. Mm. And they nod and they take off. And so uh, he, um, he uh, leads you out of the hallway. Uh, to your surprise, there's like uh, four guards standing outside the doors and they kind of follow behind you guys. Oh. <clears throat> Uh, he says, uh, as I mentioned earlier, obviously, I, I, I trust you all, but I'd be a fool not to have us escorted throughout the castle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. I mean, we just said we were willing to go fight an ancient dragon. So, Yeah, either we're crazy or well-armed. <laughs> I mean, why not both? <laughs> <laughs> most days it is. Mm-hmm. To be fair, most days it is. So he leads you uh, further down into the castle. Um, uh, the pungent sense, uh, a scent of incense fills your nostrils uh, as you walk into this dimly lit hallway with sputtering torches uh, being the only illumination. Um, no outside windows. Um, and Lord Tristan says, this part used to be underground before, well, before we became airborne. Uh 
I tell them they should put some windows in, but apparently they like it this way. It adds an ambiance. Uh, you hear a voice uh, from a doorway say, "Yes, Lord, yes, Lord Tristan. We do like the ambiance, the theatrical touch. Don't you agree?" Uh, and this woman walks out. Um, angular features, uh, kind of a dark black hair, definitely a callish star. Uh-huh. And she Hello looks at me? she looks at Lord Tiravel. Her name is Tiravel. T Y R. A V E L. You what? Tear. She says, uh, she says, she says, my little birdies have already told me that the door is open and that you lot opened it. This is Nithis. Can I roll a perception check immediately? Perception Perception or insight? Uh, Whichever one I need to for this hand motion and that tone of voice. Insight. <laughs> I don't like it either. Can I also insight? Oh, it's only a sixteen. Yeah, I of course. You, no. My passive insight is twenty. Do I get the heebie-jeebies just in general? Uh, with your twenty passive insight, you get the idea that this is a person who is very theatrical. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I also roll a twenty-three. Uh, she is. Very clearly trying to cultivate an aura of mystique. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But but she's one of the top peer mages in Yes, the- she is uh yes, she is the minister of magic, as it were. Uh and is it Lord Tiravel? Lord Tiravel, yes. Um hi Lord Tiravel. My name is Nithis. Ah, yes. She says it would be, of course. Please come into my come into my chambers. Lord Tristan just says, kind of just shakes his head and says, "Your study. You, you mean your study? My chambers, Lord <laughs> Tristan. They shall come into my chambers." I am grinning slightly, but I also um, turn to Lord Tristan and say, thank you so much for your help. I hope Oh, no, that- I'm coming in with you. Uh, this- oh, thank God. <laughs> I don't even hide that. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, so you all shuffle into this. Um, uh, there, it is a room that is, uh, yeah, it's filled with incense and there's like uh, kind of <laughs> tapestries on the wall uh, that when you look at them, like they kind of make your head hurt a little bit, like kind of the fantasy equivalent of 3D magic eye art. Like, I, I, was, I was going to ask. Yes, that's what I was going to ask. <laughs> <laughs> like as you stare at it, like kind of like shapes and creatures sort of like fade Why in and out. Why is it like, like magic eye? <laughs> yes. Literal magic eye. Uh, <laughs> Um, uh, the chairs here are much cozier and like softer, like, like than the Spartan chairs that Lord Tristan had. Uh, and, uh, please, please have a seat, have a seat. Yes. I've been waiting. I've been hoping this day would come for my entire life. Okay. Uh, where to begin? You've opened the unopenable door. One of the castle's many enduring mysteries. And she says, it looks like perhaps you might have a similar heritage to me. Am I right? I assume yes. I'm Kalishtar. And you? 
I don't know what that word means. Is it tight? <laughs> she says, uh, but um, she kind of taps her head. She says, uh? Uh-huh. <laughs> she says, much has been lost. Yeah. Yeah. She says, um, she says, I come from a, I come about this position the old fashioned way. I inherited it. Uh, That's the old fashioned way. Okay. Mm-hmm. She says, my, my family has been the leading practitioner, practitioners of magic for the kingdom of Castlanta for uh, recorded history. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Lord Tristan just sort of coughs rudely at that. <laughs> Shut up, Tristan. It's not like you didn't inherit your position as well. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I look over at Tristan. Is that what happened for him as well? Yeah, uh, roll me an insight check. <laughs> okay. 23. He tries to hide it, but he's chagrined by that as well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Um, I'm really sorry. Can we take a quick bio break? I am agitated and I have to pee. And the yep. two shall not come Yeah, that's fine. We'll be back in five. <laughs> All right. So, Lord Tiravel, Lord Tiravel um, I think the I think the last thing she said before we went to break was that inherited position, and then Lord Tristan was chagrined about it. Oh. Anyway, um, so you were able to open the unopenable door. How? Um, Turn the knob. Not quite. Uh, it's because I'm a descendant of Nith. That's. Um, is, is this some sort of Kaleshtar thing? Have you thought you were human the whole time? No, I knew that. Okay. Just as a kind of a rude question, but no, I've kind of. I have a DM question. Yes. So, did Nith go around and block off? All the way, all the Kalistars were able to talk to each other, and none of them could do anything. And they have not; nobody's been in contact with each other ever since Nith was like, "Nope." Nitharian, yeah, Nitharian. Yeah, that's what I meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, as far as yes, yeah, I think. I that's kind of rude. She had good reasons. <laughs> she had very good reasons, yeah. And I know that reason, right? Because I, I think, think you you do, yeah. 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 So I, and don't forget, you didn't know you were a Kalistar either until, I don't think. I did. Did you? Mm-hmm. Didn't know what it meant. You knew like, yeah, but you didn't know like your family history. Yeah, no, didn't know the yeah. family history. Just knew that we were different than humans. Yeah. Um, I knew it was different, obviously, but, um, you know, this, these gifts have been with my family for a long time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Lord Tristan, Lord Tristan says, yes, long enough that some of us have developed countermeasures for them. Is he wearing a tinfoil hat? (laughs) No. (laughs) What countermeasures? He uh, gestures towards a ring on his finger. He says, uh, he says, it's it's actually not anything against Lord Tiravel. She's quite a pleasant person once you get to know her uh but the existence of lord tiravel and people like her yes we definitely any kind of gesture towards the ring uh have countermeasures in place to protect the security of the 
nation and the people. Well, it's not like we can read minds. We just communicate. Lord Seraphel says, oh, I can totally read minds if I choose to. That's new. To, can I roll a... Uh... Wait, wait, never it's in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I will mind think with Bryn, and also can I roll an insight for what was just said? Sure. Is that what I need to do? Insight to tell someone's lying? Yeah. Okay. So I'm not talking to her. I want to want her to see if she can read the short phrase that's going through my head. Who, me or Terravel? Yeah. Okay. What's the phrase going through your head? <laughs> oh, you're just, I, I'm, I'm, okay. I'm attempting. Can she read it? With a mind link? Well, yeah, if we mind link, that's, you can talk back. Chris, I rolled a 21. He seems to be telling the truth. But she said read mine. So that's like, if she doesn't initially talk to me, is it different than her mind link or no? Um, so, uh, yes, it is different. Nithis can't like mind link to somebody and like read their thoughts. But still try. I can't though. That sucks. What are you thinking, uh, Brindley? Well, no, no one gets to know. <laughs> no, you tell me the DM. Okay. I'll message it to you. Because you got red. <laughs> Who's Gwen and why does he suck? <laughs> No. <laughs> Don't worry. It's it's just a phrase about how Brindley is a child. Mm-mm. No, it's a phrase about how she looks Brindley... at you. And she's like, "I'm guessing you're Gwen. Is that is that the case?" Yeah. 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 It's it's a phrase about how Brindley's still pissed off. You let her murderer go. That's what it's about. Lord Turvel kind of claps her hands and says, "Okay, well, clearly there's some sort of interparty drama here that." Well, I would be fascinated, but I have better questions I need the answers to right now, such as, how did you open the door? It's because of who I'm descended from. It was, so it was locked to your DNA, or not your Jesus Christ. I tried to use CRISPR to modify my DNA to open them. No. She says, I, so it's locked to your family ties. Okay, well, that explains a lot. She says, I've, I've tried everything. So is my family going back for, you know, hundreds of thousands of years. Uh, hundreds of thousands of years? Well, not hundreds of thousands, hundreds, or she says hundreds or thousands. She says, I don't know how long it goes back. All I know is that for as long as we can remember our family and as for recorded history, there's been a door in this castle that hasn't been able to be opened. We've tried to blow it up. We've tried to dispel magic on it. We've tried everything and nothing could open it. How could blowing it up work? We, we tried shooting a cannon at it and nothing happened. Did you try like lacing it? Have you ever tried like drilling through it? We couldn't, you know, the after. How, how far through the door could you get? She says, um, the, the front of the door apparently at one point was fairly ornate. Uh, if you look at the door now, it's, 
it's fairly smooth. Uh, <laughs> Just a burnt husk. <laughs> uh, and perhaps a bit thinner than it used to be. There was, there was a point where we could penetrate, and then there was a point where we couldn't affect it at all, no matter how much we tried. Uh, we tried dispelling mm -hmm. magic on it. We tried... We tried teleporting into the room. The person, unfortunately, did not survive that attempt. Uh, now that the door is open, will you put a prettier door back on? Almost certainly. Um, it's a little disappointing that the room is, you, you said, just a teleportation circle. Is that, is that correct? Just a device that can cast teleportation circle. Uh, well, the the mystery was so much more tantalizing than the answer, but okay. So, always. so why? How did you get it? So you teleported into the room successfully without uh, without being turned into a pile of formerly parts. Um, That's because there was a there's a device. It is okay. a device, and there are other devices. And um, I found this. Uh, the address for this location, essentially, in that family journal. Oh, well, all right. Well, this is excellent news. Uh, another, well, another long-standing yeah. mystery of the castle of Mark Wayne solved in like two years. So, what was the first one? Yeah. Oh, there was a gate to the uh, uh, underworld that was just lurking in one of the basement rooms. Uh, some other people came in and took care of it. Wow, that to the underworld. Uh, yeah, well, to the Shadowfell, more specifically. Okay. That was that was back when souls would go there when they died, but they also took care of that as well. They were, you know, they were only here for a Wait, few days. Wait, what? Exactly? Is this... Oh, you know, like, the nuances of it, right? Hold on, hold on, one, one second. What, uh, you're all talking at once. Um, <laughs> who, who wants to go first? <laughs> I'm asking you, Chris. We didn't know the nuances of that, right? All we knew, kind of, is that People died, and now uh, they can be resurrected. Yeah, you player. Yeah, you had no idea. Yeah, you you had no idea why Roy Resurrection started working again. None of that. This is this is this is uh, capital B, capital N, big news. <laughs> um, would we put it together that resurrection? Well, we could ask a couple six questions. years. You might. <laughs> Wait. So what is so? What? As somebody who has recently resurrected, I would like you to walk me through the whole story. Oh, uh, well, yes. So it uh, used to be, uh, apparently since the time of the Day of the Tentacles, uh, um, that uh, folks couldn't be resurrected. And when they died, their souls went to the Shadowfell. Um, unfortunately, the Shadowfell filled up essentially with souls and the energy of all those souls being there that punctured holes between our reality and its. Uh, and this would result in all sorts of nasty things coming through the portals. Uh, Wait, uh, how many, how many, two years ago you said this got fixed up? Yes, yes. Some, ad some adventurers kind of charmed their way into the castle. <laughs> Lord Tristan says, hey, that's that's not fair. They they had bona fides. They were digni foreign dignitaries. You like the big one, he says. <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. <laughs> I knew I vaguely remembered him from somewhere. <laughs> 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 but it sounds familiar. 
<laughs> he says he, she she bribed you with whiskey and you brought her onto the next Pegasus up to the castle. <laughs> his his face is just turning red. Um, you're unsure if it's with embarrassment or anger, maybe a little mix of both. <laughs> anyway, yes, these these folks um came here. They saw they saw the hole and then they made a wish uh, that and. In fact, actually, uh, we had scri- you know we had people there witnessing the wish, so we actually have the uh, exact text of the wish. If you would like to, if you'd like to hear it, I'm curious personally of whether or not anyone has resurrected somebody who was killed before this change occurs, occurred, uh, and says, what yeah. the results of that was. She says, "Well, yes, uh, because the underworld emptied out." Um, she says, the wish was that the souls of the dead have a choice of what divine plane they spend eternity on. And uh, the souls were able to go to the uh, God, the plane of the God that, you know, they wanted to go to. And apparently once, for once there, they were able to be resurrected again. Hmm. Cool. Do we, do we know? <clears throat> do we also, have- Sean, roll me a wisdom save. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Natural 20, so 31. Ooh. Um you as she's describing all this and the souls in the afterlife, uh you start to get a headache and grab my head and collapse onto the ground. It's not that bad of a headache. You you, <laughs> you, 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 you succeeded on the save. If you failed the save, you would have taken some psychic damage. Uh <laughs> But you have because he's driving on the floor and this night's trying to roll her eyes at each other. <laughs> uh, but you you just get this brief glimpse of just this sort of like kind of like flashback as they're describing this of you just withering away in the in the shadow fell. Not like just not enough to like just it's just Maybe like a, a, a on the floor and rather. <laughs> Just sort of let's not, it's just like uh, just a little like flash of it. It's not like a vivid memory, but just like you just kind of see it for a second uh, and then your head starts to hurt a little bit. Uh, but you're able to kind of just suck it up. Suck it up. Yeah. I still, grab, I still grab my head and like, ow. Uh, Tara okay? looks at you says, Are you, you okay? Um, yeah, he's just a big baby. The headache and a flash of something unpleasant. Mm. I don't know what it means. Well, anyway, uh, so uh, ever since then, uh, yes, resurrection has been able to work. Um, apparently, as you as you can attest to. Uh, uh, what was your name? I'm sorry, I didn't get your names. Oh, where are my manners? I'm acting no, like one of Nicholas you players, us, right? <laughs> no, I introduced everybody to Tristan, not Tara. Uh, Tristan, Tristan actually says uh, that's Nithis, that's Brindley, Gwyn, and 88. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. They're from uh, Eastern Pericles. Actually, Dra- from Dragon Shadow near, near Hokkaido. Hmm. He says, I haven't been there. We should go. Very, very little reason to. <laughs> I mean, there's uh, tons of homesteading opportunity at the moment. <laughs> Ouch, low blow. Wow. <laughs> low blow. Holy shit. I'm sure Shalik will bring the the kobolds back just as soon as we finish up whatever we're supposed to be doing. 
Well, okay, anyway. so you've opened the door, uh, you've broken the seal. So is the door, like if we shut the door, will we be able to reopen it? Yeah, yeah. Excellent. And there's a device in there that will let us, no, how's the device work? It, okay, out of character, it's just a teleportation circle. Yeah, you just literally, you just literally plug in your teleportation plug circle. It in, yeah. It's it's just a teleportation circle. It's a uh, Tristan says it only works for her family. Yeah. But you should have just technically, Firavel may be considered part of said family. I'm not a hundred percent clear on the details. So. Oh, well, that's very exciting. Well, um, okay. So I think we've got most. I, I, I think your questions were coming too fast. Technically, we're cousins. Hi. Oh, well, hello, cu cousin. <laughs> uh, do you have a title as well? Yes, actually, I'm a marquee. <laughs> oh, well, uh, I'm a lord. Well, Marquis Nithis, I'm Lord Terravel, cousin. <laughs> um, she says, well, uh, this is excellent. Okay, so I think I've got the I think I've got the where's and the hows and the who's and the what's. Uh, the only thing I need to know is what brought you here? Why you know, what what why are you here? What can we do for you? Uh, we uh, need to kill a white dragon, and we hear you got one. Oh, she's going to solve the Killarin problem. Yeah, that's what she's here for. Killarin is that the name of it? Yeah, you guys know that's the name of it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, um, is there anything we can give you to help? Um, Chanceville? Obviously, you know, we can't just hand out a bunch of expensive things to every set of <laughs> adventurers that are going to their doom. But uh, Do you have anything that helps you slay dragons? Not that we need it, but you know. <laughs> Also, real precise directions to get there. Yeah, uh, transfer direction. We we have an idea of where it is. We know what part of the mm -hmm. we know which parts of the uh, ocean it it harries. Um, as far as um, you know, where it's hordes. I mean, we have an idea. We we have it down to like a thirty mile stretch. Okay. And we can locate creature. One of us can, right? Has to be yeah. a lot closer than that. Yeah. But yeah. You, it's um, a thousand feet. Oh, okay. Okay. My bad. Um, Thinking maybe we kill it outside of its lair. There are there are plenty of ways to, to track a to track a dragon. I'm sure you all will be a resourceful lot. Oh yeah, totally. You have the yeah, adventuring yeah. look about you. Um, yeah. we get that a lot. <clears throat> all right. Um well, let's see here. Uh, and did uh, Tristan tell you there's a there's a bounty on said dragon? Yeah, yeah. I we didn't ask how much yet, but we're very interested to know. Uh, she says, uh, "Which do we do? You want the physical rewards or the currency rewards first? Oh, physical rewards. What is that?" Uh, she says the slayer of the dragon will receive a minor title and an estate in Mark Wayne. Well, that's cool. And if there are multiple slayers, is that then they can timeshare it? I don't know. It's up to them. <laughs> Does 
anyone get a title but only one estate? There's one estate. You all can share the title. It's <laughs> it's a very look, it's not even a hereditary title. It's like a it's like a you you get it and then it's once you dead, it's you know, but the, the estate was yours. The title's not hereditary, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then to help maintain that estate, and of course, is, is for doing your service to the country, uh, uh, we will, of course, be providing you 100,000 gold pieces. Dang! Uh, though we, uh, in exchange, we want the entire corpse of the dragon. Oh. Okay. Got a boat big enough to bring it back? Yeah. Uh, presumably, yes, uh, we, we can get on a boat, we can teleport it here. Uh, there's, there are many ways to get it. Does here, it but... need to be in one piece? Uh, we would like all the pieces, so nothing... But if, for example, like, I don't know if you know much about hunting, but you go out, you kill something, you dress it, you take the parts, you take separately. We want all the parts, that is part Yes, but yes, but like drain the blood into something, just make it more portable? We're not gonna. We're not gonna dress the dragon once we're done with she, it. She pulls out a sending stone. She says, "Assuming, assuming you guys have one of these, you can." Uh huh. Add to my friends <laughs> list. Your number in. <laughs> so add you to my friends list here. We touch stones. <laughs> yeah, circle. Yes, D and D mobile. We're all we're all on D and D mobile. Um, Too funny. She says. Um, uh, she says. Um, just l- let me know and we can send somebody to come get the corpse. We just would like all of the pieces. All of these. Will so. it is that will that be a problem for Valdeheim or is it it's in another country? First come, first serve. She says, uh, if you wish to turn it into Valdeheim, then you can claim their bounty on it. I guarantee you it is not as generous as ours. I wondered. <clears throat> all right. So hundred thousand gold, the whole dragon. Could a souvenir scale be negotiated if we do succeed in? Oh yes, yes. Some scales. Well, nobody's going to miss some scales. A couple of teeth. Okay. Yes. It, Are you guys going to like taxidermy it, mount it, or something? That's our business. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do you, do you have any pieces of it now that we might be able to use to scry on it? <laughs> no. Everyone we've sent to kill it has died. Uh-huh. Every single one. <laughs> The dragon is thousands of years old. Yeah. So do you have data on what the dragon does, where it goes, when it attacks? Like, no, it's quite know? erratic. Uh, it's erratic. Is there anything in particular that draws it out? Um, typically it feasts on boats, uh, you know, eats the people, steals the goods. Um, and we need the fanciest boat you have. So, oh no, we've got that taken care of. Yeah, can we have a boat as a as a decoy? Are you hoping to draw it out to the boat? Do you want to fight the dragon on a boat? I don't know if you don't want to fight a dragon on a boat. That seems like a bad idea. I also don't particularly want to fight a white dragon in its own lair. Oh, that's also a bad idea. Yeah, I feel, yeah. Like, I feel like a boat's fine. It's not going to set the boat on fire. It's a white dragon. It could sink the boat. It would, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, not- but. If the ice is in the right areas, then you know you run the boat into the ice and it stays up because it won't. You know you don't want to sideswipe an iceberg. You want to go right into it. What? <laughs> you can you can take it up with the boat captain. I'm sure. Do you know uh, of anything that particularly pisses the dragon off? 
Um, Being shot at. Uh, let me pull up my my tome here of dragon knowledge. dndbeyond.com. <laughs> Probably being reminded that he's one of the stupidest dragons. <laughs> uh, if I recall correctly, they're quite vain. Um, they're Aren't they also fair. the dumbest ones, though? Or, sorry, the most um, animalistic. Animals. Oh, it's just least intelligent. <laughs> they are extraordinary. They have extraordinary memories, uh, and they hold vendettas. So, perhaps they're worse than green dragons, right? Uh, green dragons are the trickiest of the dragons. Oh, okay. White dragons are very like um, brutal and uh, feral, uh, primal and vengeful. Yes, they keep uh, keep people as trophies. They freeze them. That's uh, gross. Yeah. Um, well, uh, yes. Yeah. So, um, any questions for us? Um, um, do you just have a big giant nerd who's a giant fanboy of this dragon and would have like a super uber amount of information about its? I just I want a way to draw it out of its lair. Is what I want. Well, you know, with a fancy boat. <clears throat> yeah, but it's then. Put us on a boat, then we're uh, what? How many seconds away from dying of hypothermia once we land in the water? <laughs> we can, I can cast water walking on us, so we don't actually go in the water. Okay, okay. How long does that last? An hour. Eight hours. <laughs> nice. Very. Well, it's either I'm, it's either water walk or water breathing is eight hours. I'll double check. Okay, that resolves that a little bit. <clears throat> Yeah, that makes the whole... Uh, that lasts an hour. Well, it's still pretty good. Interesting. Uh, give me just a sec. <clears throat> Um, she says, um, all right, well, we can, um, we can give you a, a gift. It is a very expensive gift. Um, and we ask that if you defeat the dragon that you return it. Okay. Uh, she, um, <clears throat> Concentrates for a second and uh, she says, okay, so um, do you need a rest? Should we send you there right now or? Actually, um, how's the diamond trade going over here? You seem pretty far from Windhaven. I, I think um, they're Diamonds are diamonds. They're expensive, but I don't know of any run on them or anything like that. I would like to buy several diamonds. <laughs> Windhaven has been buying all the diamonds they can get their hands on. We don't know why, but they've been clearing out towns of diamonds wholesale. Look, probably because of the resurrection potential. Mm -hmm. um, yes, yeah, so there are many jewelers uh, in, in Corva where you'll be in momentarily. So you can... 
you can test your diamonds there. You get your diamonds there. And what time of day is it? Uh, gosh, I think it's it's no they're far ahead of you it's 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 i'd say a sunset eight o'clock at night your time yes so oh that's right right it's early you guys you guys guys intentionally did it so you'd be there early morning so this is still early early getting to be like 11 a.m ish and we pre-gamed this right we took naps yeah yeah you all are full rested and all that stuff Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you said you were going to give us something? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry about that. Um, is there anything else? I don't think so. Um, okay, well... Um, I'll have cold protection potions and everything we might You guys have cold protection have potions? Yep. Okay. Um, she says, uh, I mean, <laughs> I hope this isn't the last time I see you. You all seem like very interesting people, and I'd like to get to know you better, cousin. Um, yeah, I hope most of us come back too. <laughs> um, ah, here she is. Uh, the, as she says that, uh, a door that opens up in the side of her room kind of, uh, you didn't see a door there momentarily, and a, uh, a uh, kind of younger looking, kind of like apprentice ish looking wizard walks in, and she's got like uh, this um, red fabric uh, that she's holding between her hands, and she says, she nods and hands it to. Uh, Tiravel and Tiravel nods and looks at her for a second and then she walks off. Uh, she says, all right, well, um, she hands it to you, uh, Nithis, and says, this is uh, a banner of the, of Castellanter. Um, it's, uh, so what it is, it's a banner. It's a five foot high, three foot wide banner. Uh, it has the symbol of Castellanter on it. Um, and as a bonus action, you can touch it and it causes it to emanate courage. Uh, when you do, you and your allies are immune to the frightened condition uh, while within 20 feet of it. And it lasts uh, for 10 minutes once, uh, until you, or until you put the banner away. Um, okay. Also with it, you can see uh, invisible creatures uh, that are within 20 feet of the banner. Um, and as a bonus action, you can touch it. Uh, and any ranged attack that targets you or an ally of yours has disadvantage if the person is within 20 feet, which lasts for a minute. Uh, and then, yeah, so that's, uh, and then it has like a thing where you can kind of move it to a location, but uh, um, that takes like eight hours of work. So uh, mm-hmm. I will put this, uh, I will send you like, it's the, in D&D Beyond, it's called Banner of the Craig Rune. Um, okay. But I will. I'll put a link to it in the chat, and I'm going to throw it in your inventory, Nithis. Okay. Uh, it does require attunement, though. So one of you will have to figure out a way to attune to it. Oh. I can always take off my uh, anti-strain. Mm. Um, she says, "Well, um, during during that like kind of exchange, would there be a a moment to have like a a relatively I don't know what would you, what would you call it like." chill exchange with Nithis because I, I would I would probably just want to remind her about and I can't remember her name the the, the lady from the Nosy Manor uh, Kashira? Kashira just a reminder that Kashira might want to know about this this other family too well that's not now's not the time <laughs> we're gonna just we're gonna go kill a dragon 
<sighs> Let's uh, not give away all Nithis's secrets at once. <clears throat> no, that's why I said I would say something about it while there was stuff going on. Yeah, they like they, they feed you like a meal. Like they're like, oh, we'll we'll feed you first, uh, and they give you like a chance to confer amongst yourselves before they do anything. Feed you um, before you go to your death. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so if there's anything you guys want to discuss or strategize, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, Bren, are you capable of creating? You've frozen. No, oh, you haven't. Okay, <laughs> you didn't move. Uh, <laughs> Bryn, are you capable of creating another Heroes Feast for us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was thinking I could do that, except if we're not sure within 24 hours of when the dragon might attack, that was something I was thinking about in my head. Yeah, you don't want to do that right now. Yeah, but I was thinking, like, if we're on a boat for, like, however long trying to lure the dragon, can, can we get, like, enough of an idea? Or at least be, like... 80% 80% sure that within 24 hours when we're in this area, my attack, it attacks. So that will be the hard, that will be the um, the disadvantage of not going to it is that you're not 100% sure when it'll show up. Can you do I have also like, get you have another like, um, bowl while we're shopping for yes. diamonds? Yeah. Oh, I we'll think I have one too. I've got, I bought bowls. Euros Feast bowls? Mm-hmm. Pretty sure it did. Anyway, um, uh, I will say it's about a 30 mile stretch that they um, know that the dragon's sort of active in. So that's about one day's, that's less than one day's worth of ship travel. So if the dragon comes in that zone, you'll have a day's notice. It's just, will the dragon come in that day? Okay. We have I might want to get a backup one just in case, but. Mm-hmm. I was wrong. I don't have any. I think I did at one point. It also could have been a different game. <laughs> yeah, could have been a different game too. Do we perhaps have any means of attracting the dragon's attention? Creating a display to draw it out or contacting it in some way? Do you have fireworks? Is there a way? I ask like, the people who live here if they have fireworks. Don't, aren't they also fiercely territorial? So is there something that we can, I don't know, summon or something that could taunt it out of its mm-hmm. cave, I guess? They also, um, I don't need to remind you all of this, but dragons can also be dreamt in two. Yep. That's something Amanda is very familiar with. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I, I can contact this dragon when we're getting close and ah! annoy him. <laughs> you do we are, you? <laughs> we are four adventure badasses coming to kill you, you <laughs> you miserable you old dragon. Do this. Yeah. <laughs> you are you are weak and pathetic. So just to clarify- I was thinking more along the lines of I would go into a stream and be like there's this boat coming. Look at all this treasure. You should wake up and see if this maybe might be real. <laughs> and then if that doesn't work, they'll just be offended that you've contacted them in their dreams and attacked us anyway. Yeah. I think it's going to work. Um, I Maybe I misunderstood, though. Are the Castellantians not going to teleport us? They're going to put us on a boat? 
Yeah, they can't teleport you to the dragon. They can get you okay. on a boat. Okay. 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 And how long will the boat trip take? Yeah. Um, give me half a moment and I'll tell you. I actually made a gazetteer of boat travel times for the last campaign. So mm-hmm. <laughs> never throw anything Wonder away. Why you did that? Uh, you are looking at uh, two weeks on the boat okay there's also the matter of the safety of the boat crew if we intend to fight the dragon on water we should mm-hmm. perhaps figure out a way for them to leave the boat before we call the dragon's attention well aren't they saying up the boat I'm sure they'll send the people that will be able to hand or at least know enough to hide and run when they need to. Yeah, can we bring a backup boat? <laughs> Our Tristan says, don't worry about the boat crew. They're expendable. <laughs> he just chuckles. Wait, no. Are, are you really- <laughs> <laughs> He says, they're not expendable. Do not worry about the boat crew, though. Is this because it's going to be uh, uh, what's her name? Don't don't get ahead of the plot. <laughs> it's because of the ghost boat lady, right? Not saying a word. Okay, I don't remember her name. What's her name? I'm, it's gonna drive me crazy. Uh, Captain Thora. 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 Thank you. Thora. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Don't worry about the boat crew. But are you sure? It just nods. Um. I'm saying if that's not it, I'm gonna be heartbroken enough to see my girlfriend again. <laughs> Uh, okay. Um, Nithis is going to harp on that for a while until they frustrate her. And they say, look, you can always hire your own boat. You can, you can not choose to use our boat crew. You know, it's up to you. There's nobody who's going to force the boat crew or you to do anything. I don't boat, give a the, shit about the boat crew. The boat crew will be well compensated. I don't say that aloud, but my mannerisms... Uh... Nithis isn't surprised. Nithis, though, it, it, this is a concern. So we don't need to role play that, but. You mentioned the other group of adventurers that came here two years ago. Mm-hmm. Might it be possible for us to partition them for aid to help us in fighting the dragon? <laughs> uh, Lord, Lord Tristan says, uh, a, a, cracker, a cracker idea, but um, unfortunately they are no longer a group. <laughs> Perhaps we simply need to get the band back together as it's <laughs> Chris is like, motherfucker, make me do five NPCs for a battle, why don't you? Fuck you! No, we need to just play two characters. <laughs> okay. Yeah, because I'm so good at playing one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I will, because um, we're going to wait uh they're going to give us food and then we're going to head off immediately. Yes. Yeah, shop. They're going to get a shop first. Uh, they're, they're going to take you to the shopping district. Um, I will pull Tiravel aside at some point when no one else is around. 
Mm -hmm. um, and just be like, so there's a little bit more information between you and me. Oh, I'm very excited to hear this. Yes, please tell me. Yeah, um, everything else was a shade of the truth. Not, but she, she, she smiles. I'm familiar with such truths. Yes. Okay. But just so you know, that uh, that teleportation circle device can be used by anyone. FYI, that's a that's a security thing that you should know. I just I just I, I appreciate your honesty. Tristan seems like a really upstanding guy, and I kind of felt bad about lying to him, so I didn't want to just like come out with it immediately. But you should know. Uh, well, you know that's uh, that's savvy. You didn't know him. I mean, he is yes, yeah. he is. Despite his bluster, he is actually not a bad person. Yeah, seems like a good guy. I didn't know who the fuck he was. And also didn't expect to see ourselves. So I was just going to keep on telling what I wanted to tell. Um, yeah. If we live, I'll have more info for you when we come back. I look forward to it. Maybe we can perhaps, um, perhaps I can see where you live. Uh, it's pretty sweet. She says, I have many questions for you. You seem to have a bit more knowledge about our ancestry than I do, but... Mm -hmm. um, and it sounds like this dragon uh, is an urgent priority for you, but also, uh, she says, I'm actually uh, taking off tomorrow, she says, uh, for some business outside the country. Ah, oh. where are you headed? Uh, Never mind. She says, uh, she says, I'm heading to Farpool. Where's Farpool? Um, she says, oh, it's the, uh, it's the, uh, it's in Avolia. It's a port city there. Uh, oh. Uh, she says, um, nothing of note, uh, just some state business, but fun times. All right. So, um, all right. You all ready to go shopping? Uh, <laughs> right, she says, um, obviously, um, slay this dragon. You'll get your reward. You'll get to meet the Queens perhaps. Um, no guarantee. Uh, so she uh, leads you down a hall, like down uh, the hallway, uh, further down, kind of this like dark, kind of blustering torch hallway. Uh, and she opens the door and says, "Well, after come along." And she walks through the door. Um, and as you walk in, she uh, who's in the who's in the back? Who's in the who's the last person? Marching order wise, eighty-eight Brindley. Uh, she says, "Um, eighty-eight Brindley, shut the door behind you when you come through." Uh, and I open. as you uh, shut the door, um, I'll shut it behind me, but I don't do it. <laughs> as you shut the door, the temperature in the room uh, jumps by like 10, uh, no, drops by about 10 degrees, <laughs> uh, and the smell of salt fills your nostrils. And she opens another door, uh, and you guys are on a busy street. Oh. Uh, she says, Ooh. Well, welcome to the port city of Incorva. That's cool. Um, she says, uh, did we just magically transport? She nods. Cool. That's pretty neat. Uh, she says a little teleportation never hurt anybody. <laughs> Except for the person that tried to get into the room that one time, but that's neither here nor there. Um, uh, so she uh, walks you through the port city of Corva. Um, and she says, before you go shopping, she says, I should introduce you to the boat captain. Uh, they've already been made aware of your situation and uh, what you what's going on. Uh, so she leads you to the harbor, and there you see this large boat 
with this very uh, fancy looking dragon masthead on it. Uh, and as she pulls up, she pulls out, uh, as you guys like see the ship, she pulls out her thing and she says, we're here. Um, and the largest woman you've seen in your life comes thundering down the steps uh, with a captain's hat on uh, and an eye patch over one eye. Uh, and she walks up to you and uh, extends a big meaty hand and she says, uh, name's Uda. I'm captain of the Dragon's Fury. She says, welcome aboard. This is weird. Wait, it's what? Amanda. It's Amanda's last character. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> nice. What happened to Thora? You'll Did find you... out. Okay. Do we... <laughs> As as a person, do I know? Okay. No, this is this is after, this exists. is two years after you guys yeah. wrapped up your campaign. Okay. You're, okay, you're, okay. Also, Una did not have an eye patch the last time you all saw her. I was gonna say what? <laughs> but like with Una, like I'm not completely sure that it's a necessary eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, she says, uh, "So." We're gonna slay a fucking dragon. That is the yeah. Thing. Cool. Yeah. She says, uh, "She says, well, uh, you've come to the right ship." Have you slain dragons before? Uh, she smiles and she says, uh, "One or two. One or two. We're at we're at one, so this will be two for us." She says, "Not if you're. It depends if you're asking personally or in a group. Personally, one in a group, two. Okay, nice, cool." Uh, she says, "I also once killed four men with the single throw of a warhammer, but that's neither here nor there." <laughs> um, she says, uh, "So, uh, just the four of you." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She says, well, we are departing uh, tomorrow. She says, uh, uh, just happened to be heading up to Valdeheim anyway. So what's the plan? Are we going to be a decoy ship? We're thinking, yeah, we're thinking about just luring the dragon to the ship if you're cool with that. Mm-hmm. She says, uh, well, fit the name, Dragon's Fury and all that. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, will your crew be okay? I mean, like, we might die. Uh, and we're adventurers. She says, she just looks up and yells, Tiff! Summon the crew. Tiff. Wait, who's <laughs> Tiff? Why, why is that familiar? Wait. Described. She was a scribe. She was a scribe that I hired. <laughs> And as she says that, um, uh, you see, you see some crew members uh, coming down the uh, the stairs. You see a um, a uh, a half orc uh, with ripped arms. Uh, you see um, uh, a triton with long red hair. You see a six foot nine half Goliath, broad shoulder, wearing scale mail. You see a big brown furred fur bulg, oh. uh, an older dwarf uh, with gray hair who looks like he's seen many years at sea. Uh, you see um, 
a halfling who's kind of cocksure and walking down the steps and you see uh lastly a wanty just kind of like a you know half snake person just slithering down she says this is the crew of the fury we'll kill any fucking dragon you put in front of us nice it says crew members you want to kill a fucking dragon and all of them just shout like raise their hands in the air and shout aye aye captain I'm feeling better about this already. This is really great. <laughs> this is and we got a good cook too. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, yeah. So tomorrow morning, um, yeah, we need to do some shopping. But after that, drinks. Mm. Yeah. I mean, if we're going to lure you guys towards potential injury via dragon i feel like at least we could do this by y'all a few drinks first mm-hmm. yeah uh, she nods when you have to buy your own drinks uh she nods and says uh well yeah i mean how the fuck am i gonna get to know you if we're not having drinks together <laughs> uh, i just want to remind you that brinley is very small for a, a human mm-hmm so I'm probably like this. Let me <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, uh, give me just a second. I have my Corbin notes here. I can imagine when Brindley said, Gwen, you have to buy your own drinks. This is the first time Una actually noticed him. <laughs> like knee height or maybe mid calf. Um, so she uh she says uh she gives you the name of a, a tavern um which i thought i had one for Incorva, but i can't find it in my notes so B or B. um uh so she takes you over to the um uh to the green nave and says uh she says we'll be here she says uh we're getting the ship ready Seventh bell. Sounds good. All right. And then she stops and she says, uh, bring back a good bottle of whiskey. And then she winks. Cool. Or blinks. It's hard to say. She's wearing a knife. <laughs> I'm just trying to let uh, Mrs. pick out the whiskey because she's better at that than I am. All right. Uh, can we take a quick bio break? Because I did not need to bio break as early as you bio yep. broke. And All now right. I kind of need to. <laughs> All right, we'll be back in a few minutes. Okay, thanks. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, uh, oh, by the way, the uh, the name of the tavern isn't the green name. Uh, I found the name I was looking for. It's the Owlbear's Revenge. <laughs> I knew there was a good one in Anacorva that I liked. That's that's what it was. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Una tells you to meet at the Owlbear's Revenge at 7. Uh, and then uh, she gets the crew back to work, uh, getting the ship ready for departure. Uh, meanwhile, um, until then, which is a little ways away, you all can go shopping. Um, uh, let's just do a little montage. What do you all go shopping for? Um, on our way, I want to tell, or I guess remind Nithis that uh, Captain Una asked for a really good bottle of whiskey and that she's the one with the discerning palate so just pick one out i'll bring two (laughs) one for her and one for me (laughs) about to kill a fucking dragon and it's not going to be tomorrow so yeah 
Um, I want to find the biggest jewelers I can find. Okay. Yeah, uh, as it's a port city, uh, not a not a problem to find a jeweler. Okay. Uh, to find um, like a jewel, a, a, a pretty well stocked jeweler uh, in the nicer part of town. Um, uh, and then uh, the the jeweler uh, says, "What can I do for you?" Um, I'll reach into my bag and pull out eighteen thousand gold. Uh, can I have diamonds? Uh, <laughs> I size. expect at least six of them. Um. Yeah, we can get you diamonds. <laughs> so, um, how many really, really nice looking bowls valued approximately, what is it, 10,000? I think it's 1,000 gold. Approximately 1,000 gold uh, might you have. Um, well, uh, yeah, we can, we can, we have, we've got some very fancy bowls. Um, and we can encrust them with some gems to make sure they are worth a thousand gold. That'd That's be great. Right. Also, do you provide champagne for your customers or? <laughs> you provide what for your customers? Champagne. She wants the whole experience. She wants a sitting area, champagne, and finger foods. He, he, he claps his hand. He, he claps his hand and says, boy. <laughs> and a little boy comes scampering out the back. Yes, boss. Uh, go next door, buy some buy some, <laughs> some champagne uh, and uh, some fancy cheese and crackers and um, charcuterie. Just go, go quickly, quickly, quickly. Yes, we can get you champagne and anything else you would like. Um, and the boy scampers off. Uh, yes. So um, uh, he uh, he brings uh, he gets a fancy bowl and asks you what gems you'd like encrusted in it and. Uh, he, you know, so you, it costs a thousand gold pieces for that bowl. Um, and then, um, uh, out of character, what, how many diamonds do you want? How much do you want them to be worth? Hey, no. Um, I want six, $3,000. So six castings of Revivify. Okay. 300 gold. Six, 300 gold diamonds. Yes. Gold. <laughs> okay, so that's 1800 1800 Oh, then 16. Sorry. Um, then I'll toss in some... Uh, eight. Okay. How much was it? So you put 18,000 gold pieces on the table. <laughs> I thought it was 3,000. No, uh, 300. You would have known that, though. So I like to imagine her doing it just to flex... Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. All right, so you get eighteen hundred worth of diamonds. That's no problem. A thousand gold piece bowl. Do you want to get? So can two I bowls? get twenty eight hundred? So two five hundreds and then six three hundreds. Yep. All okay. right, so thirty eight hundred. Do you want to buy one bowl or two? Two. All right, so that's uh, twenty eight hundred, forty eight hundred. So you're. <clears throat> um, any other gems you want or need or? Um. I don't think so. How much is that in platinum? Uh, 480 platinum. Okay. Um, uh, he provides, uh, as you're, as he's going through like, in, like encrusting the gems onto the bowl, like, uh, uh, you know, the boy comes back in with champagne and crackers <laughs> and charcuterie and, and cheese and 
uh, grapes and things like that. Uh, um, I just enjoy myself. All right. Who uh, knows? I might get killed by a dragon in a few days. All right. So 480 knows? platinum. Do you leave Can't a tip? Bring it with you. Do you, oh, yeah. do you tip or? Yeah. Tip? How much mm-hmm. do you tip? Mm. I tip. What's a good tip for that? You just make it an even 500 mm-hmm. platinum. Yeah, I'll do that. And then I'll give the boy, like slide mm-hmm. the boy an extra five gold just for him. He seems very excited by this. <laughs> Well, you come back anytime you'd like. Uh, we are always at your service. Of course, of course. You, it's just been amazing. Um, thank you for shopping at Diamond in the Rough. <laughs> I, and then I take all my stuff with me. Um, Put it in my bag of holding. Okay. Um, 88, what kind of shopping are you doing? Anything? I know you guys just went shopping like last session too, so if there's nothing that you need. Um, did we, I can't remember if we priced out uh, a plus two <clears throat> weapon or not. How much we, that would cost? I'm pretty sure we did. Um... Let me just pull up my cost sheet here. Um, oh, wrong, wrong campaign. Mm-hmm. There we go. Uh, uh, it's 5,000 gold for a plus two weapon. Oh, that's all? Okay. Yep. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Armor is more expensive. We're really what, we were talking about armor that. last session, plus two That's armor. That's what it is. was. Which um, is very expensive, yeah. I also have I have a rapier left over, plus two if you need that or want that. Um, what about a flame tongue <coughs> sword? What's the rarity on that? Uh, it's rare. Uh, 5,000. What are the chances of me finding a cloak or an <clears throat> <of> invisibility? <laughs> There's a chance. Uh, <laughs> it's not great. <laughs> and I'll also, <laughs> how expensive is something like that? It would be, a, I, I, I doubt you could afford it. <laughs> okay. uh, you're, you're, you're looking at, at the lowest 50,000 gold pieces, probably well, more expensive than that. Okay. If I recall correctly, cloaks of invisibility are legendary level. The ring and and the cloak are both legendary, yeah. Yeah. How about an arrow of dragon slay? Um, are, are those legendary too? I think I, those are they're... Just as a clarification, I can afford it. Oh. <laughs> I, I, unfortunately, <laughs> I, know I, I, did, I, I did roll for it. It's not available. Ah, oh, darn it. Damn it. Um, single Bummer. arrow of slaying is they're very rare. Oh my god, that's so oh 60 10 damage. Um <laughs> very rare. Um I'd say they do have some arrows of dragon slaying. How many do they have? There are 10 available, uh, and they are 10,000 gold apiece. <laughs> 
It's very expensive. Yeah. It's up, up to the group if we want to have a couple. We only have 5,000 rolls. Um, um, never mind then. Um, how much would a potion of invisibility be? Um, and can you stack effects? Can you take more than one potion? Is this like a video game? You can. Okay. okay. There is an optional rule that like you can't. It might lead to some shenanigans. Uh, potion of invisibility is like uh, 25,000 gold. <laughs> I'll also let you know that most dragons of the ancient level can see invisibility. Oh. So. So this is I really buy fun. myself two of those. <laughs> I thought you said we only had 5,000 gold. You do only have 5,000 gold. <laughs> Somebody didn't want to murder the asshole paladin. <laughs> or what was she a paladin? What was she? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So they didn't get any of the loot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I will. Uh, I was it 5,000 uh, for the two of them? 50,000. Fifty thousand. <laughs> so much. You have fifty thousand left. Yeah. Shit. Um. I will buy. Also, I thought you. It was twenty five hundred. I only get one of those twenty five thousand. Yeah, their potions of invisibility are very rare. Um. I will buy one single arrow of dragon slaying. Okay. Because uh, that seems like a long shot. Um. How many platinum is that? Uh, a hundred. A hundred? Mm-hmm. And I will... Because Gwen's the only one who has a thing, right? An arrow of... Bow and arrow. That's oh. it. Yeah. I will toss it to him and walk away. <laughs> I will try to catch it. Uh, roll me a dexterity check. <laughs> oh, dex check? Acrobatics yeah, is fine. Because yeah, I you, literally you... tossed it behind me. Like... <laughs> Like a very bad game of lawn darts. Um, <laughs> yeah, you, you you catch it, no problem. I was like, wait a minute. And with your 21 acrobatics check, not only do you catch it, but like in the same motion of catching it, you kind of flip it back into your quiver. Uh, Bryn, may I have 4,000 gold, please? Yeah. I would like to buy a better sword. I look over at Nithis. <laughs> Uh, I'll pull out 2,000 out of mine as well. Split it. I just hand you my back. I just hand you both my own purse and also the party purse and let you do what you want with them. Oh, okay. Get this. All right. Um, I'm going to... You just spent a lot of money. Do you have 100 platinum left? Do you have 10,000 gold left? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to take 100 platinum out of each of our bags, um, put it in the party bag, and hand it over to uh, 88. So that's 20,000, right? Uh, wait, 2,000. 2,000. 100 platinum is, is 1,000 gold. Yeah. So well, I thought that arrow of dragon slaying was ten thousand gold. It yes. was. It was a thousand platinum. 
You only told me a hundred. Oh, I apologize. Now everything's fucked up. Hold oh on. no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> okay, so I so that puts me back. You know what? You know what? That arrow was ninety percent off. Let's just okay. let's just let's just move forward. I don't want to bog the game down with this. My okay. mistake. So you got that arrow at a remarkable deal. Okay. They put they put the wrong numbers in the cash register and didn't catch it. Yeah. And I just was like, okay, bye. Maybe, right. maybe you told the merchant you're going to say Kalarin, and he's like, oh, I've been having some supply line issues. This one, ninety percent off. This one's on the house. Okay. Not on the house, but ninety percent off. <laughs> so okay, so. 10,000 gold is a thousand platinum. Yes. Yes. Okay. I can still afford that. Okay. Brand, so you put- can you afford a thousand, 10,000 gold? Yeah, doesn't care. Okay. <laughs> so remove. Okay. So there's now 20,000 gold in the group bag. I give it to 88. Math is dumb. I don't like the way these coins work. They don't make any sense. They will eventually, they will soon be adding. They're, they're talking about adding a party bag feature to D&D Beyond, and I'm very excited for that day. That would be amazing. Uh, okay, so uh, 88 will take 4,000 out of the bag in addition to 1,000 of his own money and buy a flame tongue longsword. Nice. And then hand the, the, the bag with the remaining funds back to Nithis. Um, Bryn, I was just going to let them keep it. No. No, okay. <laughs> I take it from Nithis and put it in my bag. She doesn't. She is not letting go of these first strings. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't find it quite. I do find it this hilarious, though. There's no shit or shit about it. All right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, anything else that folks want to buy um, or or do in this in this new port city that you're in of Encorva? Um, I had my high hopes about that invisibility so i didn't look at anything else can i retcon a purchase if i find something uh sure okay so um i've spent what a good bottle of whiskey is what gonna be like a gold a couple gold um it's up to you uh you can yeah i'd say like a decent bottle is 10 gold you can but you can find bottles that cost as much as you would like yeah 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 well we're gonna we're gonna be on this boat for two weeks una has already expressed an interest in good whiskey Mm -hmm. so i will spend um i will spend um 10 times 10 is 100, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'll get 10 bottles of good whiskey. Nice. That's Excellent. 100 gold, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. And as we're kind of wandering from place to place, mm-hmm. um, I have 12 gold that I got from mm-hmm. that Chalik performance mm-hmm. um, or when Chalik channeled or whatever that yeah. was. So um, if I find like really good buskers or street entertainers mm-hmm. and stuff like that, I will use those 12 gold to yeah. tip them out. Absolutely. What's what what's up, Caitlin? Can I can I find a wand of paralysis? Oh my God. I don't even want to know <laughs> what that does. Um 
Let you cast hold person and hold monster. No, it just, uh, it's not even a spell. It does. Yeah. Um, okay, so one of paralysis, rare, only a rare? Okay. Um, <laughs> let's, let's see if there's, um, let's see. <laughs> well, yeah, it's not even, I must be thinking of something else. Yes, it's not even a spell. It's just paralyzing and it's got seven charges. So, uh, yeah, you find one. Oh, wow. This is going to be easier than I thought. How uh, much money are you taking for me? Because I'm not five, even going to haggle. 5,000 gold. <laughs> That's 50 platinum. Mm -hmm. Right? Okay. No, no. 5,000 is 500 platinum. Damn it. 500. <laughs> <laughs> so hard. Okay. Let's remove a zero. <laughs> Oh, I'm so excited. Okay. Uh, Gwen, uh, you, um, you just, you walking around, you all kind of probably split up and do your things and agree to meet back up at the, at the owl bear. Uh, you distribute your money amongst the panhandlers, finding, taking note of the new songs that you have not heard. Um, uh, as you are walking around, um, a very well-dressed uh, tiefling uh, comes up to you. <coughs> Uh, and kind of gets your attention. He says, Excuse me. Uh, hello. Hello. Uh, he kind of kneels down uh, and says, uh, he says, uh, you're going to save the world, yes? That's, that's the message I'm consistently getting, yes. Uh, he reaches into his pocket and puts a coin purse into your hands. He says, I hope this helps. Uh, thank you. He says, know that he says, know that my thoughts and support go with you. Uh, he says, will you, he says, will you kiss my forehead? He says, I need a blessing from you. Uh -huh. <laughs> well, we, I, I mean, those of us who worship Chalik don't generally go around kissing people's heads, but I'm happy to play a song if you'd like if you you know something that you he says i please i'm a scroll did you give you <laughs> it's, a, it's a weighty sack <laughs> oh my oh, no. oh. I, I, you have weighty sacks and you're sacking your hands sean give him a kiss <laughs> give him a fucking kiss i guess <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Well, thank you for turning this moment. Yeah, I, I know it was weird. I, I, I it was weird. You I said weighty sack. Why didn't you expect all of this to happen? I, mean, you know, I actually, for, in my head, I thought it would sound less suggestive than weighty purse, but I guess. <laughs> no. No. So I, I, I guess I, I guess I gently jiggle the weighty sack and kiss him on the forehead. <laughs> he just, he, he just a smile comes over his face and he says, "Thank you." He says. He says, he says, good. I don't even need to wish you luck. He says, I know you're going to do it. And he gets up and he walks back under the crowd. Somewhere in this town, Brindley feels like bile rise up and back <laughs> and like swallows it back, has no idea what caused it. Um, the, you, open, you look in the bag and it's filled with platinum pieces. Uh, there's uh, 15,000 gold pieces worth of platinum in there. Holy moly. Wait, 15,000 platinum or 15,000 worth? Gold. Worth gold. So 1,500 1, platinum pieces. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Does anybody um, have anything else to do? 
<laughs> Spend all of Gwen's money. <laughs> Just like that. Um, I think I'm pretty happy with my uh, wand of paralysis. Yeah. yeah, I couldn't think of anything that would make me any better. So, okay. I mean, what's the likelihood that a dragon's going to have a DC less than 15, but still? Yeah. You might roll it in that one. Where's the shot? Yeah, you got to burn those legendary resistances somehow. Yep. <laughs> and I can give that motherfucker disadvantage at least a couple of times. All right. So, uh, you all kind of spend some time, you maybe. Uh, you know, in the streets of Encorva before um, meeting back up at the, uh, oh God, I already lost it. The uh, Albert's Revenge. Revenge. Where did I, I had it just now in my notes. Uh. <laughs> All right. So um, you guys, uh, um, you guys are right back at roughly the same time back at the Albert's Revenge. Uh, uh, as you walk inside, uh, you see um, a giant stuffed owlbear uh, looming over the bar in one corner. As you look around, you, you recognize people that you saw earlier that are part of Una's crews, kind of spread out across the tavern talking to random people. Um, as the barkeep sees you all enter, um, he gives you a nod. Uh, clearly, he's been expecting you. Uh, and he points to the, um, uh, there's like, a looks like a private room uh, to the back. Okay. Um, and you all make your way back there. Um, uh, as you get to the back room, the smell of food wafts through your nose. Um, and as you go into the back room, you see uh, a large feast has been placed on the table. Um, uh, you see Una sitting there. Um, next to her is Tiff, the person you recognize from the boat. Uh, she's got long red hair. Uh, on her other side is a um, woman with long blonde hair and pale skin. Uh, and next to her are two children, uh, aged eight and ten. Um, you would guess. And uh, Una nods uh, and says, come in, come in. Uh, she gestures towards some open seats across the table from her. Uh <clears throat> She says, um, uh, "Did you? How, how did you find the city?" Fantastic! Yep, yeah, very friendly. Mm -hmm. Well, excellent, excellent. Uh, uh, she says, uh, "This is uh, uh, Thora Keiston's daughter. Uh, she's my wife." Uh, and she says, uh, and these are my boys. Uh, she says, Finn and Rue. Yeah! <laughs> Aw, they're so cute all together. Uh, as, as, as she says that, uh, you guys hear somebody walk in behind you and you see another Goliath walk in. Uh, she says, that's my sister, Pag. Uh, she says, um, uh, she says, this is my family. Uh, she says, um, I went a long time without them, and it's nice to have them in a, uh, one place again. Thora says, well, though you're leaving us again. Well, she says, normally they'd be coming with us on the ship, but uh, Ancient White Dragon, she says, is no place for children. Mm -mm. 
and then she gives uh, uh, Captain Thora a teasing, like, kind of elbow, and she says, and women in your condition. Um. Captain Thora stands up uh, to grab something across the table, and she is <laughs> clearly with child. Very is it uh, a Stein to bass Una? <laughs> Uh, she, actually, she actually picks up a stein of ale and just kind of gives Duna, Una the dirtiest of looks and starts drink, <laughs> swinging from it. Oh, so we're doing that either. Ah, it's a fantasy world. They don't know no better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she says, uh, she actually, you actually kind of, she says something under her breath. That you, a roll perception check to see if any of you catch it. I have a 20 passive perception. 22. Uh, Uh, if you get a 20 or better uh you just hear her say you try carrying a goliath in your belly uh... una just says i did (laughs) um and so uh it says dig in uh this will be the well we we have good food on the ship but you know, it'll be a lot of the same food, <laughs> a lot of the same ingredients used in different ways over and over again. Uh, she says, this meal is fresh stuff that wouldn't keep on the sea. She Maybe. says, so uh, she leans back with a sign and she says, so what's the plan? Well, um, yeah, on a boat, antagonize a dragon, kill it. The antagonizing is probably going to happen through dream, so that's not that bad. And uh, yeah, kill it. There's not a lot more um, detail than that. My biggest sticking point was that I didn't want to try and take an ancient dragon in its own lair. That's not smart, she says. Uh, that's, not, that's good advice for anything, she says. Dragons. Oh my god, um, what's going to happen? Wizards. What's going to happen if we kill this dragon and it sinks to the bottom of the ocean? We'll just make sure it it, it doesn't. Then it it dies and it stays in the bottom of the ocean. I don't see what the problem is. We got to get it back. We're supposed Um, to turn it in to the people at Castlanter Castle. We'll just make sure to like... Says That sounds like a them problem. (laughs) We only need to tell them where the dragon's body is. They said they would retrieve it. Oh, okay. Cool then. Cool. Yeah, so I mean, there's not a lot of plan. Mostly beat at it until it's dead, or we are. Have you fought dragons at sea before, Captain? Uh, uh, Thora and Una go to talk at the same time. <laughs> uh, and Thora kind of defers. Uh, and she says, uh, she says, I fought with a dragon on the sea. I fought against one in the sea. Oh, you had a dragon on your own side? Uh, Thora smiles. She says, yes, one used to live on the ship that you all will be sailing on. Calendar, right? Mm-hmm. Yep, Calendar. Silver How dragon. Is- it's a very long story. <laughs> but she says, um, she says he was a good friend of mine for many, many years. Until, he was uh, a good friend of mine. <laughs> she says, until uh, a terrible hobgoblin killed it. Oh. Una says, yeah, but we killed him pretty good. Okay. It's the best you can do sometimes. 
she says, uh, yeah, not to brag, but we kind of liberated an entire people. Um, you did? Yeah, there was this Carmanova Empire. Uh, I had gotten teleported there through some terrible accident. And, uh, well, there was people under the Carmanova Empire, but the Carmanova Empire didn't want them above ground. You know, it's a long story, uh, but uh, needless to say that, yeah, those people are free now. That sounds very heroic. Uh, Nithis would continue uh, encouraging this uh, braggart behavior out of entertainment because uh, sailors. Um, Una gives you all sorts of tales. Um, Amanda, any, any Una tales from before her time that you oh, have the show? If you remember any? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I can do a if you knew me, I'm with a, a bit of prep, which I'm glad you did it because I like to be surprised. I could have. Yeah. I thought of, I thought about it, but I was like, "Nah, she'll appreciate this." Yeah. Um, I'm sure there's tons. Uh, <laughs> um, she says, uh, "Anyway, uh, she says, hey, I fought like I fought the remnants of a snake call.' Oh, one time I was trapped by a minotaur in a phantasmal maze. Uh, then, then I got out of the maze and I killed him dead. Okay." Also, all these people underground, all their glass was from snail shit. <laughs> they drink, they drink, drink out of it. They used it in their windows. It was disgusting. And now they don't have to, now they don't eat off snail shit anymore because we liberated them. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's a key lesson to learn. Right. Oh, that's funny. Um, I, I will share in kind, uh, break out one of the bottles of whiskey and mm -hmm. start telling um, ever increasingly ridiculous tales. Mm -hmm. uh, all right. Um, so you guys have a pleasant evening uh, sharing tales mm -hmm. with each other. Uh, you hear a lot of the events of campaign two mm -hmm. <laughs> told back to you through a braggadocious manner. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh, uh, at some point, uh, you put together, uh, that Una was one of the adventurers that Tristan was talking about. Oh. Uh, so I don't know if that would spur any questions from you all. So you put together that she was the big, the big one? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was when she was telling you about, oh yeah, then one time, uh, I, I talked my way up into the floating castle and we got a Pegasus named Puzzles out of it. <laughs> Oh. What is a Pegasus puzzle? <laughs> I don't know. They said he was the finest Pegasus they had. He is a pretty good Pegasus. Is he he's... dead? Oh, no. He's with my friend Amani. Oh, okay. Okay. I just haven't seen him in a while. It's very entertaining. <laughs> yeah, sadly, Pegasus' lifespan is one and a half years. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, thank God it's a lot longer than that. Mm. Yes, what are your other three former adventuring companions up to? Hmm. Oh, well, uh, Amani's like a noble now. Uh, so she's uh, she's actually in Castellanter. Uh, she's got some like family stuff there she's taken care of. Uh, Isn't Amani they? No, Shivani. Oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Shivani <laughs> was she. Oh, she here? Oh, yeah. I don't think she was there. Yeah. 
so yeah, she's uh, it's been years. Yeah, no worries. <laughs> yes. uh, yeah, so she's uh, she's taking care of her family. Uh, she says, "Oh, my good friend Yen, uh, he's uh, he's actually like fucking religious leader now uh, in Farpool. Uh, he's got this whole like uh, uh, Gwinnelly thing going on, to spreading the word. He actually is like feeding a bunch of orphans and stuff now. Doing a lot of good work in charity." Have any of us heard of Gwendolyn? No. Just Probably not. Nod politely. Actually, no, I'm sorry. Roll a religion check. Let's play some D&D. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play some D&D. 19. Uh, Six. Um, what's you, my religion? Plus seven. <laughs> oh, I was going to say with a 19. No, but with 26. Yeah, you've heard of Gwendolyn. Uh, like, but you know, even, even with that 26, like you just know that like, uh, God, how would you even know? I mean, like, you like you heard it from some like cleric moving through the town. Like, Gwendolyn is like this new god is like, or like this god that has like started like people have started worshiping like in the east. Like, <coughs> um, oh yes, yes, yes. Uh, god of the home? Earth. Yeah, home the earth, yeah. Home earth. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's the one. Yeah, I heard uh, a drunken killer talk about it once. You see, where I'm from, we have this beer that's like blessed. <laughs> yeah, God ale, blessed mm-hmm. by calamity yourself. Tastes amazing to whoever tries it. Oh, that sounds pretty great. If you ever, uh, if you ever have some, I'd like to I'd like to try that. Uh, I don't, but we could totally go there. Yeah, we should do that someday. Yeah, after we kill the dragon, we're going to some God ale. Uh, uh, and then Shivani, uh, she's, uh, I don't know, I haven't heard from her in a while. She, uh, last I heard from her, she was going into some <laughs> hidden necromancer crypt. Oh. So, sounds right. Uh, I'm sure she's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. So you bring your kids on the boat with you all the time? Yeah, how else are they going to get strong? No, no. I don't have much uh, good question. I mean, much experience with kids. I mean, Finn's six now. Like he needs to learn how to do stuff. True. Mm-hmm. Also, I guess like I said, the age is like he's big for six. He's he's <laughs> ha- he's half Goliath. So, <laughs> uh, uh, he and the other the other kid actually has um little little horns coming out of his head. Nice. Yeah, I didn't hit the ocean until I was 16 when I joined the military. Oh, I've no. actually never been on a ship before. Oh. oh, now normally they wouldn't be on a ship, but, uh, you know, they were, you know, my people uh, were, you know, I'm from uh, Aristica, so, uh, uh, you know, my people, we're, we're nomads. We kind of move along the... Uh, <laughs> Uh, the plains up there near Sujerus. Oh, okay. We're from Carthal Paracles, Winhaven. Oh, wow. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh, they'd normally be out like, you know, like doing stuff there, but uh, I hadn't seen them for a couple years. And so thought I'd take them with me. Mm-hmm. You know who hasn't seen their kid in a while? My parents. Oh, why is that? Uh, Because I got murdered. Oh, okay. 
she seems completely nonplussed, <laughs> just like not unfazed by this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Remind Caitlin. We gave them closure, right? Like, we yeah, gave yeah, yeah, yeah. We told them. Okay. Yeah. You told okay. them. <laughs> we red carded it and we said done. Okay. Yeah. We, we didn't go with the burnt pig ashes plan. We just told them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> to be fair, that wasn't my plan. That was Chris's plan. <laughs> to be fair, it was Lucia's, Lucia's idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Chris is like, I don't want my name attached to it. It was Lucia. <laughs> I mean, it's an undead woman who's been around for thousands of years. She doesn't give a shit about mortals. Like, she's kind of really far removed from them. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so uh, she says, anyway, she says, uh, all right, well, uh, yeah. All right, well, let's see you in the morning. She says, uh, gonna you know spend a night say goodbye to my wife <coughs> and then she gives you like then she gives you like a slightly pervy nod <laughs> uh just uh firm nod back and go look for rooms uh and then um it's interesting because captain thor is the uh, captain thor is just like it's interesting that you think that when you won't let me come on the fucking adventure <laughs> uh and so anyway uh you guys go to you guys rest up for the evening um uh, a little drunk a little hungover uh the next morning uh you uh, wake up night yes idiot before they go to bed Mm-hmm. Uh, 88 is going to cast sending mm-hmm. to uh, oh let's see um, <coughs> he's going to start a, uh, sending to right mm-hmm. and um, letting letting them know that he is away on a dangerous mission, uh, he will uh, let them know as soon as possible when he'll be returning. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to cast sending to uh, smelt mm-hmm. and just get an update of where he and his partners are because they were sailing over to this side of the world. Yes. Um, uh, they are still... Uh, a month or so away. It's a long, perilous journey. Um, uh, Smelt says, oh, hello, 88. Uh, we just departed Sinport a few weeks ago. Very interesting place. You should visit sometime. I'll cast Sinport. <coughs> I will put that on my to-do list. Please have a safe journey. Um, <coughs> we will let you know when we arrive in Marquane. Perhaps you can come back if it's easy for you to get there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then cast sending to Zori. This is 88. I'm just contacting you to see how you are doing and make sure that everything is going well in the mountain. Wait one second. Ah! 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 Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> The plot thickens. <clears throat> um, this is okay. This is actually great. Um, <laughs> oh, God. 
Um, so you send that message. Shortly before you send the message, uh, Brindley di dips out of her room and walks down to a prominent looking tree near the hotel, steps through it uh, into, um, into uh, the, uh, a tree near uh, the dragon shadow. Uh, she's uh, Zori's response types sitting in the cell waiting to be of use to Gwyn <coughs> doing fine thank you uh, Brindley as you get near Dragon Shadow you see the first bodies uh, shortly outside the door what? Uh, kobold guards just lying dead on the ground uh, you walk inside and see um, the entire small encampment of people uh, slaughtered uh, bodies lying in the uh, just lying on the ground. As you walk back to the cell, you find a trail of bodies. Uh, and eventually you get back to the cell itself where you see a kobold lying on the ground, holding a tray of food in one hand, um, a not a crude butter knife is sticking out of his neck and he's been disarmed uh the cell door is open and zori is nowhere to be found um that was a waste of six diamonds <laughs> <laughs> were you literally gonna go back and kill her again of course she was oh shit second time was the charm though that changed whatever happened. Uh, <laughs> you had to go and break her. She's broken to start with. I mean, if we just left her dead. So what yeah. do you do? Um, <clears throat> I turn around and leave. Actually, no, I um, wild shape into a mosquito and fly out. Towards my tree. Mm -hmm. Roll perception check. Uh, perception check. <coughs> Twenty-seven. You don't see anybody. Cool. Oh no! Do I get stabbed or squished? What do you do? You're in, a, you're in a mosquito form heading towards your tree. Yeah, I am heading towards my tree. Mm -hmm. I keep flying towards my tree. Can you cast tree stride as a mosquito? No. No. I mean, you're just a mosquito flying in the air. I you're am? just a mosquito standing in front of a woman asking. <laughs> I might go to like another large size tree just mm -hmm. in case. Okay. But yeah, I'll just dress for another tree. Okay. And kind of give a look around. Okay. You do I see anything? No. All right. And I'm going to let go of my <coughs> wild shape. Yeah, you turn back into yourself. Cool. What do you do next? I'm going to <laughs> second guess everything. I got an 
second guess everything I'm doing because I figured she just noped out of there or maybe she's there, but she's probably wouldn't have been cool enough to see me in mosquito form flying through all these big caverns and on my way out. So I just go ahead and cast the <clears throat> transport bioplants on this new tree. Okay, you walk through the tree and find yourself back in Encorva. All right. I cancel that so that shuts right behind me. Mm-hmm. And I... How far am I from the uh, the um, the inside, or at least the windows of the tavern? Uh, let's say forty feet. All right, I'm gonna use two of my hidden paths. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I only have to use one of it to trans- teleport into the uh, the. Um, the tavern and am I near um <coughs> I don't want to find Nithis. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're you're next to Nithis's room. You guys got like adjoining rooms. I knocked on it. Uh who is it? And I'll let you in. Hey, it's me. What's up? Hey, um, I'm not sure like how important this might be. <clears throat> um, but I was just up in Dragon Shadow and everyone's dead and uh Zori's missing. And I don't know if this is something that we should share. Maybe we'll wait until we get back <clears throat> from the dragon ship. Um, um, I feel like everyone's everyone should be like, you know, focused on killing this ancient white dragon. Uh, but then we can talk about it. Why why were you a dragon shadow? Because Zori's evil. Roll a deception check. I'm gonna. <laughs> That's uh, that is a lie by omission, and you know it. <laughs> um, <laughs> pretty good at this, though. I know you are. Um, really embracing roll... your chaotic neutral alignment shift here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, would I roll perception? Twenty-two. Insight. Insight. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I would. Question whether neutral still applies to Bren at this point. <laughs> well, I explained the point of view to Chris, and I think he agrees that it's on the line, but still neutral. We are, we are still <laughs> we are still on this side of getting neutral. Um, what'd you roll? A uh, seventeen. Okay, mm. so you. I mean, she seems okay. So you don't pick up on the. The, the lie of a mission there. So she just says, maybe not the lie, but this whole thing is real sus. I could, I would say that you would still pick up. I mean, it's still weird that she was there. Oh babies! I just want to say I thought about not saying anything and decided that was inappropriate. So this is a good baby, Bryn. Yeah. <coughs> Why were you a dragon shadow? Um, probably just murder Zoray again a little bit. <coughs> I brought her back. Yeah, you did say again, didn't you? Yeah. So, when did you murder her the first time? <coughs> You saw Day before yesterday? Her. No, you saw her murder her like a little oh, bit. Yeah, ago. you saw me murder her when we were in a few um, weeks back. 
No, but um, you just said again, which means you yeah. murdered her a second time. I'm I'm going after the second. No, oh. she said she she said she was there to murder Zori again. You you know that you do know that she has murdered her once. Wait, you were there. how many times is she actually? Am I getting confused in the plot? She she murdered her once in the street in front of you, and then eighty eight brought her back, which is why. There's all that, still all that. And again, result. would be potentially just the second time. Yeah. Yes. Unless so, you're assuming that <laughs> I right. just laughed and I, I killed would say her another time. Just, just, just remember the 22 deceptions. So I. Yeah, yeah, not... yeah. Player character. Yep. Um. So, um, you were gonna go murder her again, which not <laughs> a great idea. I'm assuming that you didn't. Not today. <laughs> all right at this point her 20 now, now that now that yes that is 100 percent because she just gave it away <laughs> yes what there's, do you mean deception and then there's just a nephew <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh i killed her the day before yesterday yesterday day before yesterday it's weird it was like the middle of the night so i'm not sure which one it was yeah and when she says that, you remember, oh yeah, she did stay behind in Hokkaido the other night when you all left. So you went and murdered her. Among other things, yeah. I had, I had like a list of Did you revivify her? Oh yeah. Why? <laughs> because 88 said I couldn't kill her. But you did that anyway. Yeah, I killed her and then I undid it, which apparently if you undo killing somebody makes it perfectly fine. No, it doesn't! If you kill someone, you gotta mean it! I'm not even opposed to the fact that you killed her! It's the fact you brought her back! Because it wasn't quite satisfying yet, so I decided I'd try a couple more times. Oh my god, Renly! What? <laughs> Does the yelling wake other people in the hotel? No, because I'm not, I am a trained military asset. I'm not yelling loud enough to bring the roof down. Stage yelling. <laughs> so you stayed behind in Hokkaido and you mm -hmm. murdered her. Yeah. And you brought her back. Yes. Presumably with sass. There was some sass on your part to the person that you just murdered. Is that a pretty good read on the situation? If not, there should have been. <laughs> <laughs> and then tonight you went back so you could attempt to murder her again. Oh, yeah. And you found a pile of bodies. <laughs> it would have been an attempt. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, boy, how is that? <laughs> Some guy you knew, Taylor. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what? Oh, you said Jesus Christ. And she's like, who's that? <laughs> oh, yeah. Um... I am um, gonna stick all y'all in a blender and just swish you around. Nonsense. <laughs> Nonsense. You murder a bitch, you leave her dead. Somebody murders your friends, you don't fucking bring them back to life. Oh, what time is it in game? Uh, they need to learn the lesson, so maybe you bring it back. No, 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 no,
I'm just saying we have a boat trip like really early tomorrow. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 88 is downstairs in the, the tavern. He saw me poof in and then go upstairs. Ah. Okay. Okay. Or in Gwyn's room, one of the two. I'm not sure if Gwyn would want him. Okay. If not, he'll be in downstairs in the tavern. Brinley? Yeah? Absolutely no more attempts to murder people without telling the group. Sure. The comedic timing of that die roll was God damn it. Amazing. You know what though? I don't know. Oh, sorry, no, it's a 26. After this conversation, I'm just gonna say I don't need to roll a 13 to be real sus of everything that's going on right now. I don't think I need to roll for that. Yeah, that's fine. So um no more killing people without talking to the group. And I am going to go to bed and calm down. And tomorrow I'm going to read every one of you motherfuckers the riot act because I'm tired of this bullshit. Okay. Whatever you want to do, Nithis. I'm going to uh, guide her to the door and smack her upside the back of the head. Don't do it again. Okay. Have a good. I know you're lying. You don't have to roll for it. <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I like the sound of it in the background. <laughs> Bullshit. The trust is gone. <laughs> also, that was also over 20. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not even rolling against these deception checks because you have proven when somebody tells you who they are, listen. Um, 88, was there anybody else you wish to contact? No. No, but this is going to make for the best two-week boat trip. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, oh, no. We're going to have the best time together. <laughs> Party boat part two. Party boat part two. Wow. All right. So the next morning, uh, you all are woken up uh, like at five in the morning. Loud knocks in the door, you hear Una's voice just say, ship leaves in an hour, with or without you. Okay. Gwen gets up, he had a very nice, restful sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Oblivious to everything going on around him. Mm -hmm. All right, so um, you all go down for breakfast. Uh, All the crew is already gone by the time you get downstairs including Una. So I know it's going to push us a little late, but I actually need to do my little speech now because next week I'm not going to have the same. No, that's why I didn't, that's why I didn't wrap it there because they're like, if we don't do this speech now, it's going to be completely forgotten. We've done this before and Caitlin's had like the entire week to relax and then we just didn't get all that. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you all meet downstairs. Uh, You actually find uh, a plate, uh, three plates of food out for you uh, and a, a fourth empty plate. Um, Good okay. morning, everyone. Good morning. Morning. So I will start by pouring myself a uh, a double shot of whiskey. 
A breakfast whiskey. Breakfast <laughs> whiskey. Right. Well, it's been a while since I've had a breakfast whiskey. <laughs> right. Um, so I'm about to say some things, and all three of you are going to keep your mouths shut while I talk. <coughs> or there's going to be lightning involved, and it's not going to be fun. Okay. okay. Fantastic. Get a talking stick. <laughs> a whacking stick. Okay. Gwen, you were murdered by a person, and so was Brenly. And then you made the decision to let that person live with 88's help. Pissed everyone off all the way around. Bad decision, in my opinion. <sighs> Brinley went yeah. and... <sighs> What's her name? Killed Zori a day and a half ago. <clears throat> and then revivified her. So... So everyone has made mistakes. Everyone has made choices that aren't to the benefit of other people. So everyone, Brinley, when everyone is going to stop being shirty about it. And we're going to deal with things going forward. There will be no I told you so's about the death of Zori for the third time or whatever it is. <sighs> There'll be no uh, didn't you think of that nastiness because of things that have happened in the past. Okay. Mistakes were made all the way around. We got to deal with the consequences. And we're going to leave it at that. Okay. I think she now has to persuasion. Now you can now you can talk if it's to agree with me. Uh, I don't think she needs the role of persuasion. This is a you you choose for your character how your character <laughs> would respond to this. Yeah, no. So you're I, just gonna not accept the fact that you pissed off Brinley by letting her murderer live, and then so she retaliated. So now we're in this situation to begin with. I'm not saying it's your fault, but the chain of events started with letting Zori live. No, I'm, I'm saying, yes, I understand that perspective, but I'm not going to all of a sudden forget everything that you just said and accept your dictate not to ask any questions or do anything about it. No, 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 no. My dictate is don't be a dick, all right? We're done with this. It's your fault. It's your fault. It all happened. It's all in the past. We were super fucking mad at you and 88 for letting that bitch fucking live. Apparently, Brinley took matters into her own hands to rectify said situation. So now we got to go forward. We're going to go forward as a group. Not do a bunch of discussion, not do a bunch of, oh, it's your fault. It's your fault. Because we could keep going back and forth forever. We got to deal with the situation as it is right now. I'm super mad at all of you. <laughs> uh, the barkeep comes to like clear the table, then like turns around halfway to the table and walks away without clearing the table. <laughs> you killed Zori and then revivified her. Is that true? Is that true? 
You can talk now, Brinley. <laughs> I can't tell from your face. Are you super mad? The the light has you backlit too much. <laughs> I can't tell what Brin's trying to communicate. <laughs> what Mythos says. Stand up at the table and go. Don't call me Brinley and head towards the ship. Who called her Brinley? You did. I didn't. Oh, good fucking Idiot's going to stand up as well. I would like an answer to my question. I'm going to walk out the door and there's an answer. I'm going to flip him the bird. What? Oh my God, Brinley. Bryn! I'm going to look at Nithis. To be clear, I do not believe that Gwyn or I did anything wrong. Ooh, disagree. I think letting her live with the, was a huge mistake. I really You did. and Bryn desire revenge. Revenge is not justice. And if I have to pick between the two, I will choose justice. Well... And 88 turns and starts walking out the door as well. Wait... I'll stop. Uh, I drastically disagree with you. I think revenge is the best, but that's not the point right now. <sighs> she went back to Dragon Shadow last night to, and I quote, kill her again. <clears throat> there is a there is a point at which revenge becomes too much. Um, and she found everyone there from the merchant tribes and the guards gone dead. And uh, what's her face? Zori. Oh, can I call her like brutally murdered? <clears throat> yeah, you could. Like brutally murdered. Yeah, you, we can say that you set the scene. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Zori was gone, had escaped by killing everyone there. So, FYI, that's the other half of the story. And uh, I'll wait for him to leave the, to start walking. And then Gwen, Gwen just kind of stands up and says, and, and your solution to the knowledge of that information was to decide to ignore it. Ignore what? I just told you about it, didn't I? <laughs> that, that Brindley's poor choices or whatever name she wants to go by now that her poor choice has got a huge number of people killed. I'm sorry, at what point did I ignore it? I just told you, didn't I? Like, I, I'm not ignoring anything. I'm, I'm not, literally not ignoring anything. I told you everything that she told me. I, I fine. Whatever we need to do to complete the mission, I'll see you at the boat and I get, and I walk out. 88, are you still standing there or have you continued no, I to leave? I follow. All right. So all of you separately make your way to the boat. Before um, I get on the boat, mm -hmm. I'm going to cast Sending mm -hmm. to Zori. Mm -hmm. This is 88. Why did you not tell me that Bryn had come to kill you?
there is a long pause, obviously. <laughs> uh, she just says, How was I to know if you had sent her or not? Guess sending again. Why did you kill the other kobolds? You get no response to that one. She's evil. I mean, you ain't got no stones to throw anymore. <laughs> she, is, she sure shit is now. <laughs> Idiot's gonna spend a while standing on the dock looking at the ship. Mm-hmm. And before it weighs anchor, he will get on board. Mm-hmm. And he will find. I don't, is everyone like spaced out across the ship, or is everyone yeah, you all kind of. <laughs> I don't imagine you all are like as as far, like I found points that are like equidistant from each other, as far from each other as possible on this ship. <laughs> I'm a seagull, like on the top of the center mass. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, well, I will find Nithis then. As they pass underneath, I think for a second about pooping, and I don't. What? <laughs> she thinks about pooping on us. Oh, you think about it. I was like, rude. <laughs> uh, but I will find it this. Not, not like too considerably. It just passes through. <laughs> uh, I understand the importance of retrieving the ring. Uh-huh. Once we have done this, I will be departing your and Brink's company. Okay. With um, with whether Gwyn stays or not is up to him. Okay. I am sorry to hear it. Um, but I understand why. You'll go find a corner somewhere in the hold and pull out his uh, gem statue of Xander and continue working on it. All right. Um, The anchor is weighed uh, from the ship, not from your hearts. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, As you all kind of gloomily look out uh, at the land as it uh, kind of disappears behind you, uh, and as Encorva disappears from sight, that's where we'll end the session this week. Um, so, uh, next session, um, I feel like it's probably healthy for us to maybe montage that two weeks. So just think about <laughs> what your characters are going to be doing during that two weeks. Uh, mm-hmm. and then we will get started probably where, uh, you guys get into that dragon range. So also think about ways that you would like to lure the dragon out of hiding. So, uh, good session, heavy session. Hope you all are okay. Uh, <laughs> Holy shit. Uh, we'll be back 